0: Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, for episode number 54. I am alive finally this week. Last week I was not. At least it felt that way. And I am Joe the Widget Wilson and joining me as always is the uh, writer extraordinaire of this fine show, Mr. Eve Arwin. Joe, welcome back. Welcome back to the land of the living. Yeah, it's good to be back. I didn't enjoy
0: last week at all. No. No, no I can imagine. Ah, and I missed the doing the show big time well, we missed you, and as you can tell we uh we were we weren't the same without you, but it's it's uh it's good to have you back and uh not coughing and hacking and, and whatever you're doing over there <laughs> I'm more like dead on my
1: couch for three days with a hundred and five yeah. fever, not wanting 100. to live God Ugh, yeah, it terrible. was horrible Ah, and joining us always is that sexy voice in the background, Mr. Lewis Alon.
2: Hello, everyone. Joe, welcome back. We missed Thank you. Thank you. I missed you too, man. Even though Dave wanted to call it the second best episode ever last week, but, but <laughs> we had to stop him. Dave
1: cannot join us tonight. He's not feeling
3: oh, very well. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Lose a snitch. Snitches get yeah. stitches. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to uh, fire Dave. Uh, oh, I, I mean, on. no, no. Dave is going to be sick for at least a few months.
0: Dave, Under and. the table, high five, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it, I quit. You got you' on. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> oh, no. oh,
0: no. I'm back.
1: All right, Dave, you can stay, because the fans would hate me if I, did, if I didn't let you stay. Oh. So, yeah, plus, you know, I, I do love you, Joe. I, I, I love you, too, man. It's okay. It's okay. It, it's good having you back. <laughs> it definitely is. We missed you. All right. David Dean Force Adams. And joining <laughs> us, uh, the fifth wheel, Mr. Shank the
4: Tank. What is up, internet Joe? Glad to see you're feeling much better, dude. I am yes. super stoked for the show. Um yeah. So we have a literal
1: shite ton to get into tonight. Um, into the fact that this show is gonna be probably seventy five percent all gameplay.
0: Yeah.
1: So bear with us on this. Yeah. <clears throat> probably repeating the same thing over and over again by all the different hosts who got yeah. the chance to actually play the new DLC for Dave. Um Anyway, but before we get started,
0: I need Ivarwin to mention Fine Sponsor. Oh man, I'm just I just before we get into the sponsor, I just want to say I'm totally psyched for this. This is going to be great. Yeah. Okay, Word. so woo-hoo. Uh Tweaked Audio Parkour 2 Blue Edition earbuds sponsors our show today 29.95 on their site tweakedaudio.com, but with our code OFF THE RECORD you get them for $19.77. Tweaked California Blue. Excuse me, Tweaked (laughs) Parkour Blue Edition has great sound clarity and super comfortable customized fit, all right? Features a flat cable that won't get tangled with a multi-function button inline microphone that makes answering calls while enjoying your music and podcasts a dream on a smartphone. They also have a gold-plated connection that will ensure... Optimal sound clarity, and it comes with a free storage pouch and three sets of gel adapters for your ears. Off the record, drops that price down from $29.95 to $19.77. You will save $10 with that code, guys. Also, don't forget about their pink earbuds, which are still on clearance, going for $14.90. And with our code, that goes down even further to $9.83 plus the worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer service, lifetime warranty. It's unbelievable what you're getting over at tweakedaudio.com. Run out right now and get your earbuds over at tweakedaudio.com.
1: And, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Solstheim off the record. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) (laughs) All right, really quick before I get into my little fun tidbit tonight. Uh, Ivarwin, you have to mention something.
0: Yeah. um, So, so Dragonborn, right? That was released. So, PC fans rejoice! The wait's over. This Tuesday, February Ah, fifth. I'm breathing on my microphone. Ah, Hot air. Ah. Uh, (laughs) uh, This Tuesday, February fifth, Dragonborn was released on Steam for. 1999 sending chills and cheers to fans of Skyrim as they entered the island of Solstheim and Marwyn for the first time in the Elder Scrolls five, but wait, there's more. Yes, indeed. Don't touch that dial for you get not one, but two amazing updates for just one easy payment of 1999. Yes. If you act right now, Bethesda will throw in their amazing update to their HD texture package already in your game for free.
2: For free? That's right, free!
0: But before you go downloading yourself into a keyboard drooling swollen forearm and tennis elbow induced megabit coma, just check your specs before you wreck your specs, kid, because Bethesda had to say this about their requirements for the update. Before you download, please make sure PC has a horsepower to support it. Make sure your system requirements exceed Skyrim's recommended specs before attempting to install. And that your PC has Windows Vista or 7, a minimum of four gigabytes of system RAM and DirectX 9.0 compatible Nvidia or AMD ATI video card with at least a gig of RAM and the latest drivers. If you already have Skyrim Texture Pack, be aware that you'll be downloading an update that is approximately 4.7 gigs in size. End quote. <sighs>
1: Um, you know, that was actually third on the list. I was originally talking about uh, you know, the Ellis <laughs> Without the Record guild. Um, but that'll work. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Barwin. Uh, it's good to be back.
2: <clears throat> good to be here.
1: <laughs> Our guild, Ellis Without Record, can be found in Tamriel Foundry. And it's growing. We are over 100 members right now. So just head over to com forward slash groups forward slash ESOTR and sign up and join us. And get it up to a 1000 See if we can um, break the uh, the guild limit cap for Elder Scrolls Online. When I want to hit actually. my head off of
0: the face right now. Why? <laughs> you were just so eager. I couldn't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> floodgates of stupidity just, it, just it a, open.
1: It was a beautiful voice of Arwen. If Arwen, it was it was flawless, man. It was perfect. I, I yeah, you exactly did exactly as I planned it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Such an idiot. Trying to
1: show you up, buddy. Uh, I love you. Alright, so what I got tonight is not widget math. However, widget math will be coming in the next couple episodes because I want to go over stats regarding um, my family's making a lot of noise in the background. Sorry about that. I want to go over a lot of stats regarding our play in the new DLC. Sweet. Because right now my character is holding 62,000 gold on her. (laughs) 1% of Solstheim. Anyway. But needless to say, we'll be doing that widget math in a a little while. But right now, since everyone is kind of in a lull and everyone's not really fired up. Who am I kidding? You guys are overly fired up tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're going to do some Skyrim Improv. <laughs> so yeah. this is Widget Presents Skyrim Improv, and here's the situation. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to bring up half of the scenario, and the guys will jump in with their half whenever they have it. So, on the fly, what do you guys think and as I get read out these questions, and uh, we'll go from there. The situation is, the King is done saving the world. All the way down to reuniting a stupid dog with his demon lord. Mm. Nothing left to do. He's wandering the world aimlessly. What does he do now? And the first situation is the Dova King decides to further his education, so he attends UCWR. That's UC White Run to get his medical degree, medical degree, <laughs> so that
0: he could take it away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Find a use for embalming tools.
1: <laughs> I got one for you. Here he goes. Um, he wants to specialize in knee therapy so that 99% of all the guards in all of Skyrim can achieve their lifelong dream of being an adventurer just like you.
2: <laughs> or, or even better, he'll be pick up the fine art of baking. So here, here's your damn sweet roll. Stop crying. Okay, I made you one. Would you like some Nordic coffee, too?
0: (laughs) Did someone steal your sweet (laughs) roll?
1: You guys got anything else regarding the uh, medical degree? Shank?
4: When you can breathe, it's okay. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, he would get his medical degree so that he could go around and make... A legal version of skooma and distribute it to all of the little people in the land, so that they can see the benefits of being—shall oh, we say—enlightened. I, enlightened I, I,
1: I can expanded. see the the Dovahkeen, all the dovakins out there, right in front of uh, solitude with picket signs. Legalize skooma. Legalize.
0: <laughs> anyway, caffeinated skooma.
4: <laughs> <laughs> skooma light. <laughs> skooma decaf skooma.
1: <laughs> all right, scenario number two. Okay. The Dovakin King decides to settle down and start a family. So he heads to Whiterun and... Marries the town bike.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, that was expected. <laughs> I, I got one for this. He kills his wife because she didn't have a dance option so that he can actually pick her up and swing her around and imagine he's dancing. And it, it's so beautiful. Wow.
4: He Dave. marries Lydia and teaches her not to stand in a doorway when he's trying to walk out of a building. There you go. <laughs> Puts
1: an arrow to Lydia's knee and goes and marries the next hottest chick in town. That was stupid. Alright, um. <laughs> <laughs> next scenario The Dova King is thrown into jail once
4: more because. He accidentally was trying to learn the controls of the game, shouted at a chicken, all the guards, like, totally railed on and <laughs> got thrown in jail.
1: They raided all my houses and all Skyrim and found everyone's belongings from every city and every town.
3: I would believe it. (laughs) I absolutely would believe it.
0: He married the town bike. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I should have reordered those. (laughs) This is good. This is funny. I like this. (laughs) Shanks out for (laughs) the count.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay last scenario so Dovah King gets so bored that he starts wreaking havoc everywhere wants to become ruler of all Skyrim what town does he go to to overthrow and how does he do it
3: oh white run first and he hands him an axe
1: (laughs) 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 he goes to uh what is the milk drinker's home? White Run? Not White Run, but uh Winterhold. 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 Winhelm. Winthelm. Sorry, Winhelm. He Winthelm. goes to Wimhelm with a painted cow and challenges <laughs> <laughs> He challenges the milk drinker to a milk drinking contest, not letting him know that that milk is actually tainted
3: because it's the painted is it cow. Painted cow juice? <laughs> tainted
2: cow. Milk. That just sounds all kinds of dirty and wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Giggity! Tainted cow juice. <laughs> oh my god! You were in- that the, the episode. But it's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Anything else nope. before I get really my answers get even stupider?
0: Okay, hold on. So the Dovah King goes back a thousand years using an Elder Scroll and marries Queen Aeren, takes over the Imperial City becomes the Emperor, and then decrees that Skyrim get completely destroyed <sighs> a thousand years before it was uh, ever Elder Scrolls V. I Five. thought mine was bad.
3: And then Avarwin goes ahead and submits his fanfic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> After carefully writing it in Starbucks on his Mac.
0: <laughs> Saving the world one social movement at a time. <laughs>
1: alrighty then I think that's enough of that mess yeah uh, I think it's time for the meat and potatoes guys oh yeah I'm gonna go first cause I need to cause I've been holding it in for two freaking weeks um <laughs> guys kind of get ready my notes are about three pages and that's a ten percent of what I have to say so bear with me alright I don't hear any objections so I'm assuming it's okay
3: I object
1: alright it's okay um <laughs> oh First thing I want to mention is that I let my son play Skyrim for the first time. He's 12 years old, and he was begging me, and has been begging me, to play Skyrim. And when he goes to the character select screen, it's the best thing ever. He goes, he cycles through all the characters, and, oh, this guy is the best ever! He stops on the Argonian. Boo! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
3: That's epic! That's <laughs> epic!
1: And he makes himself an Argonian, and he wants to be like Daddy, so he makes him an archer. Aww. It was hilarious watching my kid try to figure out how to play Skyrim, looting literally everything, checking every corner. I was like, oh, look, he's playing like Varwin. <laughs> I, real- I-, I had to mention, like, you know, son, you have a limit of how much you can carry. What? What? Now That's that- exactly what I do.
0: I open up doors and check behind him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he did everything. It was great. I think he wound up being finished at level 5 or 6 before I made him get off for dinner. It was, it was great watching him. Watching uh, my 12-year-old son try to figure out how to play Skyrim was great. Plenty of stories involved in that, but I got my own selfishness to go over here. Well, what did, did he like it? Oh, are you kidding? Really? If I wow, ever going to awesome. play this again, Daddy, I really want to play this again, Daddy. Am I going to play it again, Daddy? Come on. <laughs> no, Mine. Here, catch the Xbox. Play it on this. <laughs> Might have to buy an Xbox 360 version for him, you know? Uh, anyway, he's over there shaking his head, yes, thumbs up.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, oh, <laughs> Yeah, do it, daddy, do it, yay!
1: <laughs> I started a new character. Okay, here's a little story. When I redid my operating system because my other one crashed on me, Steam was retarded and didn't save all my saves, so I lost all my characters except for my archer. Ooh. Every one of them, the red guard, all of them are gone.
3: Oh God! Right in the fields. Oh
1: yeah. The slayer of lambs is no more.
2: <sighs> oh.
1: yeah. The uh, the squeals of the painted cow are gone. Anyway, so
0: <laughs> the silence I, of the cows. <laughs> yeah, silence of the cows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I made instead wow. is I really, really, really want to focus on a mage type of character. I have never done that in Skyrim. Really seriously done that. So, and I I, I find myself playing this game with this character like a noob because I don't, re- I'm trying to figure out how to do everything that I normally did in different ways yeah. with my archer or my, you know, my melee mm-hmm. style characters. Like, for instance, I'm trying to figure out how to be able to capture souls in, my, in the soul gems because I mm-hmm. don't want to use weapons at all.
3: I I completely understand.
1: Yep. So what I did do eventually, instead of having doing a conjured weapon, because I have a really weird bug in my game, I can't figure out why, I cannot do the conjured sword at all. My game instantly crashes. And it's only with that spell. The conjured axe, everything else, no problem. I had every single, literally every single DLC turned off, not working, and still would crash the game. Wow. So I cannot use, you know, the conjured sword. Huh. So instead of using Conjure Weapons, I know there's a perk where you can use it to soul-steal steal souls. I took a dagger, an, an orc dagger, and I enchanted it for stealing souls. That, I, that way I can use my magic to get him down to nothing and then just wipe him out with my my dagger and get the soul that way. But anyway, his name is Verd, Verdinarius, after one of my characters in my book, Contenia. No plug there. And <laughs> Available now. <already. laughs> but he's the complete polar I'm opposite. sorry, you work
2: update. Can you say that again? I missed that.
0: Continue.
1: It's available
2: in May.
0: Is that the or, uh, fantasy novel written by author J.R. Wilson? No, it's wow, actually written I, by Joe. Wow, I heard that book was it's, amazing. It's, it's actually yeah. written by Joe the Widget Wilson. Joe the Widget Wilson? And, uh, C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A? That C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A? C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A? Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> Out in May.
1: Anyway, he's the polar opposite of my character in my book. The character in my book Continia Continue right, right. Okay. He's a short little guy, tiny little two and a half foot guy, very loud mouth, mage. Well, my guy that I'm playing in Skyrim is a polar opposite: tall, quiet, evil, and doesn't give a crap. But the main thing about him, I'm playing, I'm I'm actually really heavily RPing him because it just it's it's been a lot of fun doing it that way. I wrote a full story that I wanted to put on our website, but our news director said <clears throat> no. <coughs> <laughs> so, that didn't happen. Bradford gave me the axe? He gave me the axe. What? He's, he's like, you keep on giving me the axe, I'm giving you it now. It's like, okay. <laughs> sorry, Bradford. Um, he couldn't
2: get up to the plate. He said no. Actually, bull- it
1: spawned an idea for Bradford that I have to have a meeting with you guys about. Cause it's a really cool idea. It's kind of doing an RP situations with our characters in kind of a unified RP story where we write the story. We act it out in-game with those characters, and we post it on YouTube. Like a machinima sort of thing? Kind of, yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, so we'll have to talk about that off the air and, and see what we can do about that. But anyway, I'm heavily RP him. I have a whole backstory about how he killed his dad trying to further himself. in. in um my brain just went, uh, you know where you raise the dead? Necromancy. He wants yeah. to be the best necromancer in the world. So what I'm doing is I'm having a major, major focus on conjuration. <laughs> major focus. I mean, literally... The vast majority of my points have gone to Conjuration and on the zombie side of things. And then with my sub in Destruction and a little bit into Restoration, and I am loving it. At level 8, I took on a Frost Troll and kicked its butt. Nice. Without even blinking an eye. It didn't even touch me. <laughs> yeah, He's level 13 currently. I'm leveling him up a lot. He, his main goal is to take over all the magic to further his magic in in skyrim to be the most powerful there is so he's working on taking over the mage college currently until i realized that one of those little um dwimmer spiders was kicking my butt so badly i I had to stop for a little while and level up so Hmm. i am now doing a walkabout a massive massive walkabout going into caves testing the waters if i get my butt whooped really bad i
0: go to a new cave how was the how was the spider closing the distance
1: it it would my magic was not was doing so little damage to it that by oh, the time okay. it got to me it had maybe one eighth of its health gone. Oh, all right. And I realized at that point that even my I was using my flame ant knock on it ant knock
0: right now. Ant Thank you.
1: I was he was even barely denting it, so I knew there was an issue there. Yeah. Which I'm gonna put points into the flame ant because sometimes I don't have something dead to raise which I was having a blast by the way guys I killed a bunny I brought it back and it was fighting for me and I figured that was the best pet I could ever have in the world because holy hand grenades don't exist in Skyrim (laughs) (laughs) so I had an undead bunny fighting for me beat that that's awesome
0: yeah zombie bunny
1: (laughs) I'm having so much fun just like raising anything that's dead it was pretty funny when I um, I stripped the clothes, the armor off of a, a girl, a dead girl, because I wanted the art, the her robes for myself because they were nice, and then she went up being naked because of my mod. So I rose her from the <laughs> dead. So had? I had a naked mage running around with me. and thought, yeah,
0: this is life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not creepy, not not, not at, at all. all, not the least, <laughs> not the least.
2: So not the
3: most. I no. went into
1: the uh, I have the QGN mod running. I wanted to get Ivarwin to be my tank. Yeah. in the game, but I couldn't find you. I couldn't find anybody else but my stupid character in the corner, so I was using Not him. with
0: that naked mod, bro. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, now. <laughs> but anyway, I'm having a blast with him. Absolutely. I can't wait to do the DLC with him. Um, there are new spells in Dragonborn that are sick, and I cannot wait to get into them. Like being able to conjure a new uh, pet. It's the uh, Ash... It's uh, the Ash Familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have I know to what have the, I, um, I couldn't ash figure bond. out what that... Yeah, the Ash Spawn. It was Ash Spawn Familiar type thing. And you can't control it unless you have a certain mineral that you can only mine on Stolfein.
2: Yeah, there was a catch somewhere. Always. And that's
1: that one ore that's everywhere. No one can figure out what it's for. It's that Heart Stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was it was a Heart Fire Stone, something like that. You need that? it for two things. One to do. There's a one point in the game where you can actually get a new enchanting table that allows you to make your own enchanted staffs. You need it for that, and you need it to control your new pets.
2: Hmm.
1: I couldn't figure out what the heck was that was all for until I got to a certain point and figured it out. Anyway, I've been playing this not out of Dragonborn. <laughs> I have almost the entire map completely discovered, completely done. I am on the very last quest for the main story. But I am still running around trying to find every little black book I can get my little hands on. And I have a ton of shouts that I got from Dragonborn that I don't have unlocked. Because that a-hole of a first Dragonborn won't let me keep my dragon souls. Yeah. I swear yeah. I want to keep no my souls. No way.
2: Yeah.
1: About that. That no. a-hole.
2: Tell me that's not true.
1: But anyway, I hit 50 in my, (laughs) I hit 50, guys.
2: My first 50. Congratulations, Joe. He's the best around.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) You are the last dragon. Yeah,
1: I was dancing there. That's okay. Is this, Joe, that's not your first
0: 50, right? It is. It actually is. is.
1: I had a whole bunch of level 40s, mid to high level 40s. Never got him to 50.
0: That's awesome. He's
1: my, she's my first level 50
0: character. Congratulations! We got to have like a, a level fifty party for Joe.
3: Yay!
1: I think I'm like the first one of the staff besides maybe Shank that has a level fifty. Definitely
2: or because I have a level fifty.
1: No, you don't. Shut up, <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs>
3: Anyway,
2: as you were saying, Joe. <laughs> okay, so maybe the
1: third, but that's all right. I started out, you know, in, in Raven Rock like you do, getting used to the whole ash and the way the whole scenario is set up. Loving the music, loving the environment that it was built around. And then you go into the mine in that town, Ugh. and that's when the game's like, "Here you go, buddy. Welcome to Dragonborn." Yeah. It was amazing that whole mine, that experience, getting the Black Book, having to figure out that stupid door puzzle, the whole aspect of being in there and realizing that this is a real DLC. This is a, like a not much so much of a DLC, but like an expansion to my, to to Skyrim, and it it's just. At that point when I finished that section is when it started to blow my mind. I don't know how you guys felt when you completed it. Yeah. Completely agree. I, I have my own story for that. But yeah, continue. yeah. I look forward to hearing about it because I experienced it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best part about about these these dungeons is that it's it's the it's the dungeons that you, you've I'll put it this way. It's like they turned the volume up yeah, a little bit. on these dungeons. To are, 11. Oh, man. Some of the
1: dungeons that someone I get into, some of the dungeons I've done, especially on the main story ones, yeah. are amazing. Yeah, I was drawn into them. Like, my favorite dungeon in regular Skyrim before was um, the last one on the Mage College Quest. Uh, my brain is so farting so hard right Labyrinthian. now. Labyrinthian. Labyrinthian, thank you. Because uh, yep. it, it had a very unique feel to it, especially with that opening up and you have that undead dragon coming up and all that good stuff. This one, it's like every dungeon, even the minor dungeons, has something that kind of went made me go, ooh,
0: yeah. As I you can definitely tell that these were, you know, handcrafted. And in, I, yeah. yeah, very much so.
1: They're very unique. They're not just, well, here's some random textures. Let's make it go this path, and there you go. Mm-hmm. They really thought it out, and the, and even the special sound effects in some of them that you get, like those really deep, low reverberating like growls. Coming, it feels like it actually
0: sounds like it's coming from underneath you, or all around you. You know, I thought that was uh, the mod that um, that I have. One of the uh, sounds of Skyrim mods.
4: No, I actually nope. heard the same thing that Joe's that's, talking about. Yeah, that's in the game, dude. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah,
1: and just everything about it. The shouts are really cool. I just wish I could use them. So I'm gonna have to make my trip before I finish the, that DLC. I'm making my way back to Skyrim, away from that jerk off, and I'm going to get myself <laughs> some dragons. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, you're not going to be able to escape him. What? Yeah. I can't beat him without... Uh, okay, this is going to get me mad. Uh-huh. I need one more dragon soul, because I need one shout that I have to have in order to beat this dude, No, and I can't nope. get that one dragon shout, because nope. I can't get that one dragon freaking soul because of that dragon freaking idiot. Yeah. freaking dragons.
4: <laughs> Why can't we all just get along? kind of hard to By get along way,
0: when you got someone ganking off your souls, man.
1: I'm in full <laughs> stallrim. I didn't think they were that gonna that going to have an armor.
2: He's not, damn it. I didn't
1: think they were going to have an armor that's better than my Dova Floss-styled um, uh, Daedric armor. But, you know, it's just not Dova Floss yet. They haven't updated it to it. But I'm in full stallrim armor. Oh. Head to toe, double enchanted, all nice. legendary increased. With a stahlrim bow, double enchanted.
2: Oh wow!
1: And it's so much better than what I was wearing. Oh my god! With full Daedra. So
0: That's much. That's so cool. Ah, uh,
2: but can, can I rub know? my
0: character yes. on yours?
1: <laughs> the alchemist would just rub <laughs> yeah. off.
2: I'm some Skyrim virtual nookie. Uh. <laughs> but
1: dude, I got two of the best <laughs> weapons, named weapons. Okay, the, the the first sword you guys get. Come on, really. That you find in, in the mine, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty B A ranged yeah. two hand sword. Oh, oh my god. I think it's ridiculous. Well get this. There's a quest in a book that you can do called Death Brand. It's a book called Death Brand. And I it found starts that book. It starts a pirate quest chain. R. R. No Flintlocks. You know what? That's I'm out of the bone to pick with Bethesda. I have not gotten my flintlocks out of fifty episodes, guys. Come on, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you give me more pirates. You tease the crap out of me, and then n- no, no flintlocks.
0: Waiting. Yeah. Still well, you know they waiting. they took your idea and they um, took the suck out of it, <laughs> and they they left the good.
1: You see, I have a way of muting Varwin one here somewhere. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I finished this quest chain. You get a really, really awesome um light armor set if you do like uh, dual wielding for doing that quest chain. Really awesome, and it's actually made out of stallrim. Seriously? So, yeah. Mm. But would- what the best part of it is the the quest chain itself was really cool, having to go find buried treasure. <laughs> but um <laughs> that part wasn't the best. The last quest was actually a lot of fun. Um in the point that I got two new weapons that were two swords. They're a married, what they call a match pair or a merry pair when it comes to weaponry. Mm-hmm. And the fact that one of them does severe magic damage and will harm magic users. And for me being able to use magic, the other one is the exact opposite for May Lee. So I have these two scimitars, like pirate shimitars that are named legendary like swords that I'm now dual wielding and kicking the snot out of everything.
0: Oh man, that's awesome.
1: Uh, my character is at her
0: pinnacle of epicness right now. Man, where'd you get that? The book. The Death Brand quest, right? Yeah, I got. Where it Where did you book. find your Death Brand book?
1: I found it in the mine. And I found <sighs> another. I found four of them already because there's a lot of books. I found yeah. one actually in the first black book area. And then I, I found back, several yeah. of them in the black book areas. Um, they're all over the place, really, and you can find one, I believe. I want to say the um, the tavern. There's one in the tavern, I think. I don't remember exactly, but I know there's one in town that you can get in Raven Rock. So find it. No, 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 no. It's the main town. It's the main building with the uh, lead elf dude from the house, the ruler in town.
0: In okay, Rock. you found it in there. Yeah, that's where All right, I found I'll, one. I'll have to check. I'm going to look around town anyway but um, I'll I'll check there first.
1: One of the coolest quests in the new DLC. I loved it. There's a lot of, like, little side quests. There's one side quest that I felt kind of bad. There's these little turds <laughs> that you have to fight in this what? game now that throw spears at you and ride boards. Yeah, the, the
4: tiny little, like, gnome
1: guys. I don't care what their name is. They're little turds. That's their name. Their official Skyrim <laughs> OT or Else Without the Record name. That's what it is. And <laughs> these little turds took over the this, turds. like... This um, me drinking hall, okay? They kicked all the Nords out of it. Is that
3: sanitary?
1: I guess so. Anyway, the little turd, the lead little turd, chief turd, was sitting on the back. I couldn't kill him, and I couldn't figure out why, so whenever I talked to him.
0: (laughs) Otherwise known as the big white slab in your pork and beans. (laughs) Yeah, that one. Anyway,
1: he actually tries to start talking to me, and I was kind of like, you know what, you're almost kind of cute in a really creepy way. So I started to go do his little quest to get his prize boar. Then I come up across a camp where these Nords were the ones that he kicked out because they were all soft and squishy. I wound That's up crazy. like taking that quest, realizing I had just failed his quest, and I wound up going in there and wiping him out. So there was a choice in there, another like little minor Civil War type thing between the little turds and the soft Nords.
0: Oh, okay. So you got a ch- <laughs> What wow. kind of choose between the soft nords. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
2: Milk-drinking nords with little turds. <laughs> I can't mm. even get it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, these little turds all say, hi ho <laughs> 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 I'm just wondering.
1: <laughs> oh, man. There's, and when you go into their little caves, they swarm you like little insects. Ugh! Hate them. Kirk anyway, form. nice. <laughs> Hermes Mora, so by ragam- the way, guys. Hermes Mora is creepy in his. He's a creepy. I don't have my bleeping sound here. Anyway, he's he's creepy in his form. His regular form. Just saying. You know Sounds who he is, right? Spoiler for me. Anyway, that that's <laughs> it for me, guys. That's all I'm going to go into. Is I can go on forever tonight. I don't want to spoil anything more. But there's a email we got in from a listener. I want to get into really quick. Because I'm the only one that really has completed this quest. Mm hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Which one here? Okay, here we go. Now, it's the third one down from Juice Skates Loose. He says, okay. hey, S- he, hey, ESOTR. I'm glad that you guys are finally getting your hands on Dragonborn DLC. And I've been waiting to hear about your misadventures you all will have in Solstheim. This is the best DLC today for Skyrim, without a doubt. We agree. I wanted to recommend a must-do side quest in the DLC. No spoilers, please. You need to find a book in Solstheim called Deathbrand. I think I just talked about that. Anyway, and be at least level 36 to start the side quest. This quest can also... I don't know if that level is correct. This quest can also start if you happen to find a certain item related to the quest in the world. Hopefully after you complete this quest, you guys will agree that is one of the best in the entire game. By the way, Widget... It does have pirates, but no flintlocks. Yeah, I discovered that. Thank you. I love the show and appreciate all the hard work that the QGN staff does for the fans. Can't wait for TSO and to crush your squishy Elmeri Dominion. Ebonheart packed for the lost. Wait, he said for the win, but I don't agree.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks again, Ken M. Well, it is not one of the best quests in the game. It is a lot of fun. It's the best quest that I've done in the DLC, but it's not... In the game, sorry. There's a lot more in regular Skyrim that really does surpass it in many, many different ways. It is a fun, fun quest to do, though. Very fun. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> but anyway, it's like Yvarwin's having issues. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and continue with Shank.
4: All right, yo. So. Yo. Uh, wait, what? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, ahem, I, I will start humbly in skyrim as you know i've been playing with dew and she's enchanting smithing one-handed dual blade uh, dual wielding swords as well as heavy armor smithing and uh so i basically joined up with the companions and got uh the first shard of uthrad which is um ysgramor's uh the axe thing and uh you know did a bunch of uh Basically, a lot of uh, companions quests. You know, I I went around did quests for them. I went to go do jobs in Falkreath, um, and I just felt like because I'd never really focused on doing jobs for the towns before, and I was like, you know what, let me let me just do this rather than you know just take one quest here and there. Let me actually like do stuff for these towns. So I did, and it was actually really really fun because I found myself like going back and forth between Riften and Falkreath and just doing a bunch of quests for those guys, and it was pretty sweet. Let me guess, but, you okay. walked
1: every step of the way? Turning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I walked every single step of the way. I, the way. I, 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 yeah, you know me, dude.
4: Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I basically, I mean, that that's all well and done. That's cool. I became the Thane of Falkreath, but that is not the the, the, the meat of my gameplay. Let's be honest here. Dragonborn was like, oh my God, okay. It was it is oh so ridiculously good. And th- the first thing and I, Joe mentioned this and I know of Arwen mentioned this as well like during a live stream, the, the music in in this DLC is just absolutely amazing. And it's it's probably, you know, because we're so used to hearing the Skyrim music for so long and hearing like, you know, the Morrowind music uh play through it's, it's just so awesome. It's just the, the whole atmosphere of the island the music, the people, the the whole, you know, the, the architecture of the buildings. It's such an awesome breath of fresh air. And it's just pretty sweet. Now, I played, I think I've logged maybe three and a half-ish hours, maybe four hours in um, Dragonborn. And I have only explored one tiny, I'm making like a, a little portion uh, gesture with my hand right now. You can't, you can't see it. But like literally the smallest portion the time, of dude, the so southwest I... corner of the island. But just the areas directly surrounding Southwest, Raven Rump. Southwest. Okay, I know the area. Yeah, yeah. Are you going up the coast? It's not even like going up the coast. I'm just kind of like going down to Frostmoth, Fort Frostmoth, and then uh, just kind of going back and forth up and just just looking at like all the stuff. Like I, I've done almost nothing. I've just explored. And uh, recently I actually went to, uh, you know, the, the town on the southeastern side, Tel Marith? Mm-hmm. Um, I just went there. It's not a town.
1: Is that a, that giant mushroom?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant with the where Veloth lives. Yeah, the the, uh, the
1: creepy magic dude. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So I went up there, and I actually read um, the the Death Brand book, Joe. But I'm not sure if I uh, it like tr- it, it does it trigger when you read the book. Yes, it does. Okay, because I I don't remember that. Are you happening. at the
3: right level?
1: It'll tell you to find. I forgot it tells you to go find, but I don't know if it marks on your map or not where to go. I stumbled across the first part of the quest when I was
4: exploring. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I, I was just kind of absentmindedly reading books, and I remember seeing that book, but I wasn't paying attention if anything triggered. Get, i got to go back and quest. game and check it out. But definitely, I mean, if you guys are saying it's a quest worth doing, I'm definitely checking that out. Well, yeah, it is. though. <laughs> um here's where it gets interesting okay there was a live stream was it two days ago now i think yeah something like that no it was yesterday wasn't it no it was Maybe. two days ago it was two days ago two nights ago two nights <laughs> so at this point i guess if varwin was live streaming yes and i was you're, yeah yeah you're back and uh, yeah sorry about that guys no that's cool um. So yeah, Varwin was live streaming, and Joe and I hopped on the call. And Joe had Blake play, played like. You mean I had to so.
1: beg you, to call me?
4: Yeah, that. Kiss <laughs> kiss What was it when we were playing Skyrim? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, live yeah. stream two nights
0: ago. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Shank's like, oh, by the way, uh, I think I think Joe's asking. Do you want know, to look in the chat room? and He's I like, didn't. dude, let me in the call. Let me in the call. <sighs>
4: God, Joe, I think Joe actually said, "Oh, so you you let Shank talk to you on Skype when he calls you, but not me." <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> sorry. So Joe logs on and he's like, "Guys, I've played like six to seventeen million years of Dragonborn already." <laughs> Pretty much. You guys guys should go check out this mine. I had pretty much been playing um, it all day, nonstop, since it launched at (laughs) 2 p.m. that day. So we went to this mine, and uh, it was kind of weird because of Arwen and I were doing pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure we were doing the exact same thing with with totally different characters, totally different levels, different gear, everything. And I don't I mean, it was really cool. So, but my experience of it, Joe was like, yeah, you guys should go to Raven Rock Mines. You know, there's cool stuff there. I was like, oh okay, cool, yeah, that, that sounds like fun. So I went in there and like a lot of poo came out. Let's not let's not walk around it here, okay? Also, I actually like what I said to you
1: guys was, oh my god, you haven't done it, you gotta do it. It's gonna set the pace, you gotta do it. You go you gotta do it. And I guys like,
4: okay, fine.
0: <laughs> Raven Rock birds came at you, Shank. <laughs>
4: Not yeah. at me, like, as so much as, like, out of me. Like, I had yeah, to, dude, I literally had to change my diaper, like, six to seven times. I <laughs> ran out of wipes, okay? <laughs> I remember <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Hearing he Shank freak out every two, three minutes.
4: It was horrible. I was like, I turned the corner. Draugr White. De- Draugr Death Lord. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I am so dead. I basically panicked, Is which is what I do. I panic really, really well, if you guys don't know me by now. And I just literally swung my swords chivalry style, just in, like, wild abandon, swinging at everything. It was pretty fun. I somehow managed to get through that entire thing, got to the very, very, very end. And there was this amazing puzzle. Um, I'm not going to say anything about it other than it's pretty awesome. And if you guys haven't done it, go to Ravenrock Mines in Ravenrock, and it is a sweet puzzle. So... Joe said it was uh, pretty difficult or whatever, so I was like, "Okay, cool." You know, my magnificence, of course, I can overcome it. I'm the man.
1: Yeah, and I believe <laughs> uh-huh. Varwin was about <laughs> 10, 15 minutes behind him in the in the mine, and Shank was panicking, trying to figure out how to do the door before <laughs>
4: Varwin got to it. <laughs> no, I wasn't panicking about the door. I panicked all the way up to the door. No, you were yeah. panicking at the door, like, trying to figure a it out. when I got to the I, door, I remember and I was like, this okay, exactly. I can sit down and like think
1: for a second Shank, here. I remember this. You were panicking because you wanted to figure out the puzzle before
4: Varwin. I wasn't panicking. There I was, was like, I want to figure it out, but there yeah. was a,
0: there was a moment of competition on on Shank's side where <laughs> he definitely said, "Oh, he's almost a few minutes here. I need to do this before he gets here <laughs> and figures it out."
4: So I did. I figured it out before Varwin, and I got this amazing sword. <laughs> I like how you remembered that. <laughs> No, no competition there. No, no, <laughs> no competition. I, I beat a varwin Let's okay. And <laughs> I got, I got the sweet sword. And um, basically, yeah, I've just, I man, you can if you if you could like somehow warp into my game file, you can see exactly the path I took by just tracking the diapers that were just strewn along the ground of that mine. I had to step over a couple. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, there you go. Right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was pretty. It was terrifying, and I, I cursed Joe afterwards. I was like, dude, what? Do, why did you make me oh, do that? <laughs>
1: I have to do this. Um, I've been wanting to do this for the longest time. So give me one second here. Uh, <laughs> where is? It? Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Open with. Here we go.
0: <laughs> you could do it, Joe. You could do it. You are welcome. Perfect.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was worth it. Worth it, totally. <laughs> The, the God I I have never felt such just like panic induced combat in my life except for maybe Chivalry.
2: Mm. <laughs> you
0: handled
4: it. Uh, you handled crisis. It. You got through know. it. Yeah, crisis. <laughs> he got through it okay. Yeah, I got through it. But uh, so yeah, that's that's been my experience with Dragonborn. It's really been like three and a half four hours of me just wandering around um, clearing out Fort Frostmoth. This is the cool thing, guys. Okay. So with regards to the quests, I was there on uh, uh, Solstheim for not even twenty minutes, and I was just talking to the citizens of Raven Rock, and I must have got at least just five quests in within that yes. time of twenty minutes. Yes, and you know,
0: I that did not escape my my uh, my notice. I really really liked
4: that. I did too because you can tell that they like actually crafted it like very very in depth and yeah. said, you know "What we need like you guys are paying for this, we want to give you the content like actual content." Yeah, yeah,
1: and I, I think it's brilliant that that's the first DLC coming out for PlayStation Three. Oh yeah, dude. Agreed. That's like their biggest way of saying sorry, guys. Here's the best <laughs> thing ever for Skyrim, and you get it half off.
4: Yeah. Same with the next two so that was my dragonborn gameplay but there was something really really cool and quick that i wished to mention and this was when i was um Mm, i think it was monday or sunday of Arwen. i can't remember um sunday monday (laughs) so varwin and i basically (laughs) were we looked at the 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 beta uh, sign-up trailer the cinematic one ah yes yeah, and this was really, really cool, guys. Okay, so there's a, there's one shot where um, the elves, the really, really hot elf chick, is, like, scaling over the tower. And the camera just kind of follows them up and, like, pans out. And you get Shows this the glorious tower. shot of the Imperial City. Mm-hmm. And, and for a timestamp, that's roughly 2 minutes 27, 27 seconds into the trailer. And you can see in this shot, you see the white gold tower off in the distance, you see mountains on the left, uh, a mountain on the right, and you see what looks to be a sunset in, with, in, like, setting over mountains in the way, way far, as well as two sort of rivers coming towards the camera. Oh, no, the- don't
3: tell me you actually know exactly
4: where this is happening. That's the thing. We, we, if we tried that, to
0: find that out
4: yeah if Arwen and i spent literally 45 minutes looking at all maps of tamriel all maps of cyrodiil trying to figure out where did they take this shot from you
1: gotta be they gotta think of it on a geological term man a thousand years that's plenty of time for river to
4: change course well we account for that not exist (laughs) it
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's land the thing. We, we,
4: we, uh, yeah, we, we actually accounted for that because we looked at you know the sunset. We took into account the mountains, the land yeah. masses, yeah. and from everything we saw, it looked like they were attacking from the northwest corner of Cyrodiil, which would basically be mean that they were entering from Morwind. Cyrodiil okay? is is round. Anyway, not not, not so in the, the corner city that I'm round. thinking of, dude. If you check out the map, there's actually... If you it's, go keep going north, I the east city. Of,
1: uh, The Imperial City is round. So it's kind of harder to judge your distance or your direction from that.
0: Well, uh, that, was, that was our first challenge, yeah. But what we did was we were, we were trying to figure out, based on, on the geography, and what you see of the, of the geography in the video, and what you see of, of it in, in maps... And then, kind of like assuming that that the sun, you know, rises and sets in the in you know rises in the east and sets in the west, which you know I'm not 100 percent sure if it does in Nern, um, mm-hmm. but we just sort of like assumed that as well. We we came up with this this idea that they must be coming from like the north eastern portion of Cyrodiil, somewhere from Marwind into into Cyrodiil from from that area.
4: Yeah, and we actually we looked at the Imperial Isle. And if you look at the, uh, an overhead map of Cyrodiil, you'll actually see that uh, there are three sort of things jutting out from the Imperial City. You'll see the Waterfront District, the Arcane University, and the Imperial Prison. Yeah. And we took those um, extra land masses into account, and the only thing, the only thing that didn't add up, Joe, you, you did hit the nail on the head, and Varwin mentioned this as well, yeah. rivers can change course. Out of every single thing that we analyzed, the only thing that did not line up were the rivers? If you discount the rivers, it looks like they were sh- coming from the uh, northeastern portion out of Morrowind into Cyrodiil. But the rivers are the only things that didn't match up. Now, okay, chat room. If I'm you bored. guys, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> forty-five minutes, Joe. Forty-five minutes. No, that, that's that's <laughs> it. I was just gonna say chat room. If you guys can help us out, uh, shoot us an email. But uh, that was that's literally. Speaking it. of uh, chat room, I got to answer something that Skeever
1: Keen said. He said that uh, if you thought the door puzzle was hard, try the Dwemer Oiler puzzle. That was actually super easy because the game walks you by the hand to do it. So that was actually one of the easier ones in the game.
4: Oh, nice. You got to check that out. Anyway. Is that it for a shank tonight? No, that's absolutely it, dude. That's everything I got. Guys,
1: brace yourselves. We're going to get into the developer question of the week. Yes!
4: Yeah, I'm super psyched. (laughs)
2: My name is Michael Zanke, and I'm a writer on The Elder Scrolls Online. The mysterious Dwemer race disappeared even before our game began. Nobody in Tamriel knows why, or at least nobody's talking. Knowing what you know about the race, why do you think they disappeared? So
1: that is the question. I love why this question. Do we that is a
4: fantastic question. Yeah, and it is. Yeah.
1: Why do we think the Dwemer have disappeared?
4: I, I, I know why. All right, Yeah, it. go ahead. Let's, let me, I'm, I'm curious Just to hear me at the bit on this one. No, no, I'm going to make Dave go last.
1: Never mind. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave.
4: Okay, okay, okay.
3: I I actually have put thought and effort into this, and it has absolutely no founding whatsoever in lore. Well, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I'm guessing. (laughs) And my thought is, they are the smart elves, right? They're the ones who are are mechanically inclined. They understand what's going on. They looked at the world, and they're like, these other people are idiots like every single one of them so they packed everybody up made a spaceship, flew their butts all the way to the moon and that's where they're hanging out now
1: no no you got it wrong man they they joined up with the dolphins Row with the dolphins oh, out of the planet Oh even Dolphin better
0: cities. <laughs> <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish <laughs> uh, dolphins are mammals dude
1: <laughs> whatever Lou you have any ideas on this?
2: Several. My <laughs> big one was, you know, they, they they built a big spaceship, got a fleet, starts maybe fifty four thousand survivors. Oh, and Blue, you just like, completely. My, oh wait,
1: you completely <laughs> crush my dream of you. I expect you'd be like, well, it says in here, in here, in here, in this era, they did.
2: <laughs> 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 That'd be too easy. <laughs> too easy. I, my yeah, no, my like image Shank of you is gone. You Galactica. The numbers change, Shank. <laughs> Each episode. Well. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> well, there's several theories. We all know, you know, if you read the books in the game, a couple of theories, and in the lore sections too, that maybe they were doing something they should not have been doing. Skooma, amongst other things. Yes, skooma, <laughs> enhanced skooma, and things happened. And guess what? The whole race paid for it. This is what you get when you think you're you're too good, you're tampering, too powerful and oh, oops.
1: Oops. That was almost as bad as my
0: improv answers. It's uh, happened. Eve <laughs> <laughs> Irwin, what do you got, man? Well, um, I have always been very intrigued by this whole where did the dwimmer go thing and um, there's there's a there's a book I picked up in Skyrim at one point that that does kind of like hint that they had a war with the Daedra and i'm wondering if like that's what happened there's some it either hints that they had a war with the daedra or that they all sort of like packed up and moved to another another realm whether it would be you know oblivion or or you know the other the other uh, planes that they sort of just like kind of packed up and moved to another plane due to a war with the daedra or something was going on with the daedra i tell you that i tell you though the Sigic order would be the first set of people I would ask. Because I'm sure they've got something to do with this. Maybe. If the Psijic Order is that old, which I'm not sure if they are, but if they didn't have something to do with it, I'm sure they would know. I actually, for
1: once, have a serious answer uh, very similar to yours, Yvarwin, but there are more continents on Nern, Right. So I'm, I believe that they, you know, being advanced, technologically advanced, they found a way to travel overseas Left, they they left Tamriel together and said "f you guys," kind of like what Dave said, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is now thriving in a mechanical wonder of a city on another continent in our Well, don't forget, Joe. They're with not with
3: laser turrets.
0: They, um, by the way, they would they wouldn't be the first if that were the case. Like, they people would know about them then because I mean, you know, the well, original uh, the original Nords how were not much, from Skyrim. They, they came over.
1: Yeah, I know, but that was even further back. The thing is that what that kind of gets me is that if you look at, at Tamrail's history, how very much um, self absorbed it is, and the fact that there is very little to no mention or involvement with any other continent in Nern. Except for the fact that it mentions that there are other continents. That's it. Very little. Yeah, like,
3: well, I, I, I wouldn't agree, agree with that. Well,. From Skyrim, the only one you actively hear about other than Tamriel is uh, Akaviri. And even then, it's only that the Red Guard are like, yeah, we
4: left that place because it sucked.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, may May I kindly offer a... No. no, 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 we're moving on. I'm, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Joe calling me. You're, you're raising your hand? Okay, good boy. Go ahead. Go, Shane. <laughs> I have a sort of serious answer. Uh, so, when you were actually more on the money than you thought. Um, there was actually... Because so, Shank knows. But, yeah, I was there, man. <laughs> Shank's said I'm right, so yeah, he was there. So,
2: <laughs> so there, there was
4: actually this ancient uh, elven race called the Chimer, and uh, the Dwemer, there was actually a Battle of Red Mountain, which I'm sure you guys have read in books and everything. It's, it's like literally everywhere. And what happened was um, that the Dwemer actually... Um, Found what they they called the heart of Lorcan, and Lorcan was his god who basically like created Earth or Nern, and they like found his heart. And the cleric, uh, the Dwemer cleric, was like, "Oh my god, guys, I found this heart. This is totally sweet." He made like these three tools to get the heart back, and as he unleashed like the power of the heart, something happened, and they just instantly disappeared. That's the book I read.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's that's the um, thing. that was it.
4: Joe, could we get a soundbite of Shank saying the power
3: of the heart? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I might have to do something with that. I
1: could just do this one. <laughs> anyway, so that was... I also,
0: I'm sorry, go ahead, Joe.
1: I was going to wrap this up. So we still have a mile long to go in the show. Yeah, yo. What, word. Okay, really quick, if I want to wrap it up.
0: Alright, I just want to say that I, I seem to remember that when the Nords came over, uh, from this goes back to one of Lou's lore segments, Months and months and months ago, um, when the Nords came over, I forgot where they came from. They hit Skyrim. At they had Mora? Uh, what? At Mora. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they had they had a they they started having that war with the Snow Elves, and then the Snow Elves were forced underground. I remember. I think I remember uh, Lou saying that when the Snow Elves were forced underground, all of the Dwemer stuff was already there.
4: Yeah, yes, because the, the and the Nords, Yeah, because the Nords were lived like in the Dwemer time, like. The Nor- the Dwarves disappeared way after the Nords came over to mainland Tamriel. All okay. right.
1: We are getting way too lore-heavy on this and going way too long. People love it, though. People love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still want to get a rest of the show before it goes to four hours. Yeah. And that's my job. Hate it or love it. I don't care.
0: <laughs> Mystery Varwin. See. You're next. Oh, sweet, man. So um, yeah, Elder Scrolls and me—we rolled around a lot this week, yo. Yeah, uh, Skyrim. <laughs> got jiggy. I played, with it. I played uh, vanilla. Can I call it vanilla Skyrim? Is that okay now? Is that an acceptable term? That's acceptable. Sure
1: no.
0: All right, so I played I played vanilla Skyrim as in as in before Dragonborn. Uh, then I played Dragonborn, and then I played some Oblivion. How do you feel about that? Joe, what do you want to hear first? You know, I kind of find it
1: funny that you log into Oblivion, because I was meaning to, but I got so wrapped up in Skyrim that I didn't, so...
0: It was it was before uh, Dragonborn came out. I, I thought I saw it on it, like, yesterday.
1: Uh, yeah, I might morning. have. Yeah, might. It, was, it was yesterday. I, I know I saw you log into Oblivion in
0: Steam.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's I do might. Oblivion, dude. All right, so Oblivion, right? Real quick, uh, level five warrior, heavy armor, blade skill. I use a, I use a shield as well. That's those are those are the uh, skills I'm leveling up. Um, just in case you don't you don't remember from the last time I spoke about Oblivion, um, I am now trying to level up some some uh, restoration skills, but it's exceedingly difficult in Oblivion. It's very hard.
2: Hmm. Restoration skills, heavy armor, warrior with a shield. Okay,
0: put the pieces together. <laughs> Uh, so, so because I know next to absolutely nothing about Oblivion, um, I've adopted kind of like the the Shank style. I'm just, I'm just exploring. I'm roaming tons and tons and tons of that. Uh, whenever I get a quest, I go do the quest. That's that's basically it. Um, but I've got this one quest. So what happened was, and I'm totally into this quest, right? I found I found an Aled statue in one of their ruins. And apparently, like, I sold this. So after I sold the statue, I found myself walking around the Imperial City. And this guy approaches me. And he gives me a letter. And he says that his his employer heard about me selling the statue. And he wanted to see me. His name is Umbakano. So sure enough, I go to see Umbakano in the Imperial City. And he wants me to, long story short, gives me a quest called The Collector. And he wants me to go to all of these different alien ruins find 10 of the statues I'm having the best time with this quest because it doesn't tell you where any of these statues are it doesn't tell you which a lid ruins to go to and there's a ton of them all around I went to four a lid ruins I've just happened to like discover thinking maybe I missed a statue in one of them (laughs) no bone dry and I am totally getting my butt handed to me in these places by by like mages and and uh, they're can't uh, sit
1: down for a week, but I'm loving
0: it. It's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but I really really am enjoying what I'm doing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna update as I can on on that uh, that quest because it's going to take me a long time to do this. So I'm really interested in the collector. Also, um, Shank explained a little bit about um. How, how alchemy works in the game. He did it on the podcast and then we were, we were talking a bit on Skype um, I think the day I actually got this quest and started kind of like, you know, breaking it down for me a little bit more. Because I'm retarded and I don't understand anything. <laughs> and uh, so I'm, I'm actually enjoying the alchemy system in this game too. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. So I, I am going to uh, start leveling up alchemy as well. Uh, so that's that's it for Oblivion. I think I played maybe once or twice this week. All um, right.
1: Let's get into the fun stuff, man.
0: Yeah. In Skyrim, I've, uh, I've got a, a mage that I started up before Dragonborn came out. She's level 9. Working on destruction. Got that up to 32 with Conjuration. That's now 38. Uh, I, put, I picked uh, Novus and Apprentice uh, perks for both of those trees. I'm doing Augmented Shock, Mystic Binding, and Soul Stealer for Conjuration.
1: So you're basically dealing with a conjured weapon style.
0: Yes. Yes. So basically what I'm doing is um, I'm learning magic. Whatever whatever I can get out and knock the guy down with my my spells. I you know, I'm using that I'm using destruction magic for that and then as they close in on me, I'll I'll whip out like a bound weapon and then just go go melee from there. What type of bound weapon are you? Using? Uh right now I am dual wielding bound swords. I want to hear cool. it. <laughs> Don't want to hear. It. And again, you know, lots and lots of roaming with this character. Um, the walkabout, walkabout, yeah. Shank play style. You know, Joe, you you hit you hit the nail on the head when you said that you've never played the mage style before, and now you feel like a noob. Yeah, same feeling. I feel for like me.
4: I'm, I'm
1: gaining my full-rounded knowledge of Skyrim right now, you know, learning yes. about magic and how to use it, and I'm uh-huh. even diving a little bit into the other schools, the other disciplines like Illusion and that
0: kind of thing, and it's just been... Yeah. it's been fun. I'm t- I am feel like... I feel like my knowledge about the series and about Skyrim as well is just... is just exploding right now. You know, I almost feel... Joe, I feel enlightened. Yeah, let's go play right now. <laughs> now they can, they can wrap the show up. Complete. Okay, let's go, Barwin. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Um, so there you have it. Yeah. So I'm going to actually going to I'm actually going to do the Mage College quest line. I'm going to I'm going to push myself through the be, the the difficult boring part that I would that wait, I was...
1: seriously until you're in your 20s. Yeah, cuz there's some dungeons that literally will take you from being like level 10 as their base to level 20 in one
0: one one quest. That's it. I'll push it off. I don't care. <laughs> Good luck. <clears throat> it is um, fun though. And I'm I'm using Lydia as my tank. So, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's not, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, she gets in the way, she's died a couple of times, but, uh, you know, she's never worse for the wear. I pick her up, dust her off, smack, smack her in the butt, and we continue our merry way. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good game,
2: Good game. That good game. was great
1: work.
0: Work. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's hear about this Dragonborn, man. All right. So then Dragonborn comes out, and I just vomit all over my feet. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so uh level forty six paladin now uh got him got a varwin halfway up to forty seven really 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 excited about almost hitting fifty um the one point that I got I spent in enchanting which is now sixty seven so I now I do forty percent stronger enchants. So no one cares all right so I started dragging... <laughs>
2: You calculate it. You you are forty percent stronger.
0: A hundred percent of the time. As Soon as I get into Morrowind, widget math. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as I get into Morrowind, I hear the Morrowind soundtrack playing. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> can can I tell you? I the, was, the, no, hilarious no can't. Oh god! His, the oh, listening the to feeling. his orgasm was great. Oh, my God. The, the, <laughs> the feeling of this being done right just hit me like a ton of bricks straight in the face. That had to hurt. It was like, boom, we did this right. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I immediately sent out a tweet to to uh, Bethesda and the developers, and I was like, thank you so much. Oh, my God. And you're going to make fun of me for years. So <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was just – the the attention to detail was, was unbelievable. They – It looks like I recently have played Morrowind. It looks like Morrowind, just with Skyrim graphics, and it's such a simple concept. But how come no one else does this?
2: (laughs) What continuity? Yes,
0: (laughs) no one has that continuity. And not Bethesda. (laughs) Oh man, I swear to God, if there was a Bethesda developer right here, I would kiss his feet. I swear to God I would because I was just so appreciative of this of the job that they did. It was just phenomenal. The music, the way it looked, beautiful. Absolutely perfect.
3: Now um I hate to bring this up, but Varwin, you realize that the game actually was recalled and will be uninstalled on Steam next time you log in. No. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. So um because I was I was just so moved. I immediately threw open the live stream and I didn't even touch the game. I just live streamed it and I live streamed my first hour, which was spent uh, roaming around, taking it all in and exploring. Um, I did a bunch of quests in town. You know, I cleared out the mine. Like, and you know. some noob
1: logged in, begging to get in the call, <laughs> telling you to go somewhere else.
0: There's Joey's there. Like, Senorita Barbie. <laughs> That's
3: He's here. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 No.
0: No. 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 I, can't believe I didn't call the guy. Yeah, the mine quest was going into the mine was amazing because I was totally expecting this to just run like every other dungeon I've run in in Skyrim, and not that they're bad. It's just you you do you you do a hundred of them, and it's you know you start to recognize that you know the what the traps look like, and you know you can sort of start predicting like where they're going to be versus where they usually aren't, and like you start getting the the pattern and the, the beat of these things, the dungeons here. I, and I was expecting that fully, you know, expecting and not, and completely okay with that and, and not having a problem with it. No, totally, totally, totally kind of different dungeon style. It's just, like I said, uh, the best way I can explain it is they just turn Skyrim. They turn the volume up with this. 11. Yeah. It's, it's great. It is so great. You know, y- you know, you go through there, and the, the traps aren't necessarily where you expect them to be. And
1: I have to ask you guys this really quick, because it was something that occurred to me when I was playing through Dragonborn. But there mm. was so much continuity and some of the new things in there, especially what we played in the alpha for Elder Scrolls Online, it almost felt to me like they purposely added little tidbits in Dragonborn that will correlate with Elder Scrolls Online in terms of story or backlore.
4: I mean, Are that you just makes it that much better. <laughs> <laughs> What's I was just saying that. I mean, that just makes the whole series as a whole that much better. That they actually, if they if they did do that because of those reasons, I mean, that they care on that level. That's just awesome.
1: Yeah, it just some of the things that we we experienced in Elseworlds Online playing through the Morrowind section. It really had a very I don't know. It had a really big tie in to me when I was playing certain parts. I can't give you any ex- exact examples. I forgot them. But hopefully I'll remember them later on. Anyway, sorry, Varma, well, go ahead.
0: you know, I No, it's okay. Um, I, I, I feel like they're, they're now linking up these games as, as best as they, they possibly can. And uh, I, I see where, where you get that from because I feel the same way, that I immediately felt a connection to Elder Scrolls Three in Souls Time. And that's not easily done you got to intentionally do that and intentionally do it the right way. And I, I think they nailed it. And that's, that's the one thing that was just, like I said, hit me like a ton of bricks as soon as I even got there. Um, the first quest was great. The, the quest at the very end with the door when you get the, the two-handed weapon, the, that, that puzzle, yeah. probably the most interesting puzzle I've ever played in a video game. It was different, that's for sure. It absolutely was di- Yeah, it was. And you know what? I, I sat there and I had to think about it for a while. To put the pieces together in my head. I gotta figure out what am I looking at? What's available to me? What's around here? What if I, you know, start testing the waters a little bit? You know what? That's what an RPG is all about. Once you stop thinking like you and start thinking like your character is in this situation and now what should I do with the things I have at my disposal? That's what an RPG is. Congratulations, you guys nailed it on that one. (laughs) Totally nailed it. You're welcome yeah <laughs> so that was cool um i you know, I ran around again, shank brought it up earlier you know the the quest that you do inside the town phenomenal you know I helped pass out and not just like you know the normal r p g quest you know i i did uh i, I passed out uh, uh sojuma, i guess that's what you what you call it um from yeah. the innkeeper, his little uh drink that he concocted, yeah, yeah, you know, cleared out that mine um collected uh some net jelly from uh for the local alchemist jellyfish stopped a uh you know an <clears throat> ash spawn uh invasion know, pretty uh, fun. at the local temple i mean it was just it's not stuff that that you've never done before it's just var- that leads into actually a much bigger quest chain it's just variety you know it, it's a lot of variety and it was great. It felt, and it's a lot of variety in a tiny little place. So it was really like localized and ultra convenient and, and tons of fun. So that was cool. <laughs> um, started the main quest, of course. Cleared, uh, I got all the way up to Mirax temple, cleared that out. What do you think of that, that temple, man? Oh. Sweet.
1: The dragon dragons, the, the chains.
0: You know they they sometimes games like they throw all their their best they they put their best foot forward the first dungeon and then the rest of them you kind of feel like they fall flat. Yeah, I yeah. No. Mirax Temple was just as interesting and exciting as the mine was and this was great. I really enjoyed it. First of all, that mine, I was not expecting it to be nearly as long or a, a dungeon like it actually was. So that was, that was totally awesome. I thought Mirak's Temple was so much better because of the environment. Yeah, I, I you know what? I, I agree, but I didn't, I didn't think one was better than the other. I, I had an equal fun
4: time going through Mirak's Temple. Now, really... an equal opportunity dungeon master. <laughs> I'll clear them all. A okay. uh, quick, quick question to Varwin and Joe. Since you guys have done that temple, which one do you prefer, Labyrinthian or Merrick's Temple?
0: Yeah, I would have to say Merrick's Temple.
4: Damn. Well, all right then. Not even <laughs> yeah. a <question>. Hands down.
2: <laughs> it's it's big. Well,
0: <laughs> It's big and it's filled with challenge and and interest. Um, Very much Labyrinthian was big and filled with challenge, but not not on the constant basis, constant beat, constant scale that Merrick's Temple was.
4: Gotcha. America was
1: extremely unique in, in its environment. Yeah, what I loved about it. That's when you first start hearing that reverberating growl. Totally awesome.
0: Uh, got a couple of armor pieces along the way, made of uh, stall rim, Headpiece, chest piece.
1: Yeah, that's so. hard. Found his first piece in the freaking mine. <laughs> I wanted to race through the live stream and punch him.
0: It was epic. <laughs> totally not rubbing your face in it. <laughs> that's okay. I have an entire this? set. Oh, oh. see this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so now I'm up to the fate of Skull, and I have to travel to Searing's Watch and uh, learn the the word of power out there. So that's yeah. my next step. I like I'm the skull. hoping. What's that, Joe?
1: I've been really getting into the lore of this more than I ever did in Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the Skull and their history and, and what they're about.
0: I kind of feel like I'm dealing with the cousins of the Nords.
1: They're kind of like the um, Dark Age style Nord. Hmm.
2: Yeah, because don't want to admit to. <laughs> or the last ones invite. Yeah, we're having a party next week.
0: I don't know. More like, more like just like a forgotten, just like a forgotten clan of the Nord. You know, not someone that you're, you're not, you know, like you're, you don't want to associate with. Just, just sort of like ah, oh, those guys. Yeah.
3: Oh, so kind of like how America treats Canada.
0: Anyway, he oh, did not you say that. That's fans of Canada—that's not nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh Canada! Anyway, yeah. Uh,
0: so, so that I, I, I know where you're going with that, Joe, and I, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's very interesting to hear to hear Skull's you know, um, lore. So um, I guess to kind of like round this whole thing off, um, I'm I'm focusing like a laser beam. On the main quest.
2: Freaking laser.
0: Freakin laser beam. On dra- <laughs> Dragonborn. Uh, because I found out, like like you did, Joe, that that uh, <clears throat> Mirak likes to steal dragon souls. Yeah, that bastard.
2: Yeah, so, <laughs> so, Joe, that bastard.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so, no more exploring for me. None of that. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to track him down. I'm going to grab him by the throat. I'm going to rip that stupid <laughs> mask off his face. I'm going to beat the snoles out of his face until he gives them all back to me, because I want him back.
1: Mirak, Mirak, um, yeah. I'll get my revenge. Uh, I have one little quick thing I forgot to talk about. It's a jerk. There is this really rich, what they call rich, house in the uh, beginning town. This is during our little uh, livestream event that we were doing. The Manor. The Manor. I was inside of it, robbing it blind, enjoying the crap out of it, Stealing everything, thinking I was getting filthy rich. I turn around and do one more quest right after I rob everything and they give me that stupid that stupid house. I have to go put everything back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> anyway. That's epic. Go Bethesda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just stole from himself. That's, like that's it. That's 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 my, my playthrough for the week, so
2: could have sold the endgame wife, made a killing off yourself, like, oh look at this. <laughs> I'm gonna rob my own self blind, these prices.
0: I can't wait to get Mirak and my grubby little mitts.
1: Alright, so we're gonna get into our next email, and this one comes in from newer. Virwan, why don't you take this one, buddy?
0: Alright, here we go. So newer ESOTR fan, listener, Seth C asks, the one thing I feel is the biggest mystery to me for ESO is this mega server and how it's going to function. I keep hearing there'll be millions on it, but that people will be in will be put into certain zones when playing based on who you like to play with through the survey. Now, say I enjoy playing with every type of player, and I play with just a couple of friends. So if I'm playing with players numbers 1 through 2,000 in a current zone, and I walk across an imaginary, zone, an imaginary zone line, am I now suddenly playing with players number 2,000 to 4,000? What are the mechanics for this type of server? Thanks. Uh, there's a couple of things here.
1: Do you want to try this one, Yvonne, you want me to get, tackle this?
0: Well, uh, yeah, go ahead, Joe, because... I'm not 100% sure on... Well, they haven't released a whole lot of information either regarding it, but... but
1: from what we can gather right now, it's going to be not zone-based. There's not going to be zones. Zones are specific areas or continents. That's not what it's going to do to you. What it's going to do is going to put you into what's called an instanced area, where it hides certain players and lets the other players that, according to your survey, become visible in the world with you, and there's going to be a cap of how many people can be in that kind of um, instanced section with you.
0: You Did they even say anything about a cap?
1: Uh, no, but I would imagine so only for server stability and for your computer stability.
0: Right. Well, I mean, that's, you know, we can, we can assume, but
1: internet can only go so far. I mean, they have great technology. We've seen it in action, but they can only go so far with the current internet standards.
3: Well, you know, it could be doing it the other direction too. Um, one technology that's very recent that, that we've seen is in the game Rift. The rifts, the actual rifts that open up and pop out into the world are completely controlled like a, a character would be by a separate server. So you may be able to walk around and it may technically be just an empty open you know, world and what you see is controlled by a separate server that basically drops it on top of your
2: character.
1: There is this a lot of talk from like other podcasts and stuff going around that I don't know if I agree with entirely. They haven't announced what, what how the technology is going to work at all. It's, that's been one of the biggest secrets. All we know is it's going to be a mega server. They're saying that it's going to be a whole bunch of servers linked up as one because other games do that. I don't know if that is exactly the case. It's possible that's what they're going to do because of technology standards. I don't know if they have some new server tech out there that allows them to have one actual running server. We don't know that information yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the risk of God, yeah, you know, and I, I these questions are really tough because you know they're they're not a hundred percent saying like how this is going to work.
1: I guess the um, best but, thing to do we've already went on that, which is putting the, the the disclaimer, is that what we are talking about is, is pure pecula- is speculation,
0: pure speculation. Ooh. Yeah, right, it but has there, to be. There is there is actual like hard knowledge out there regarding some some of this stuff, and and I think the you know our our community spotlight with Tamriel Foundry really kind of like pushed out as as much of that actual information as there's as there could and, really can be.
1: Yeah. Speaking of that though, we were going we are gonna have another community spotlight coming up hopefully pretty soon. Yeah. So yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that because there's more of that coming. Well, that's I think I think that's going to go as far as we can really go on that right now.
0: I mean, it's basically like like what you said, Joe. You know, I mean, it's 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 going to be phased, and those phases are going to be based on that on a lot of different factors. That survey being one of them.
1: Yeah, we don't. It's it's, again, it's speculation at this point. We know the the simple hard facts, and that's it. Um, As for interesting DLC news for PlayStation fans out
0: there, you guys got some love. Evil Island, tell them about it. Yeah, uh, Friday, February 1st. Wait's almost over for PS3 fans because Bethesda announced on their official blog and on Twitter the release dates for Skyrim DLC in North America. North America PS3 DLC Dragonborn is going to be released Tuesday, February 12th. Hearthfire will be released Tuesday, February 19th. And Dawn Guard will be released Tuesday, February 26th. Now, again, each will be 50% off for their debut week on PlayStation Network.
1: You guys are finally get your love, and we couldn't be more happy about this. By the end of February, you will have all your DLC.
0: All of it. Starting with, with the best. Starting with Dragon the best. Born. Yeah. February 12th. It's this Tuesday. So, yay. I'm Woo-hoo. so happy for our PS3 fans. Yay. Finally, it's yeah, good for them. I'm I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah, I think Bethesda's handling it the correct way, in my opinion. We've yeah. I mean, been saying it for a long time to give you guys some kind of discount. I think they're doing the best that they can do with it. That's and right. I'm very happy. Very proud of Bethesda for doing this.
0: Absolutely. We were we were calling for some kind of a discount on this show, you know, way back in the you know late late autumn, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they they had the same idea and, and went ahead with it. Uh, Also, on Monday, February 4th, Bethesda announced that English versions of Skyrim had passed certification by Sony and a release date for the European market was close at hand. Uh, Dates were announced as follows. Dragonborn will come out in Europe, the English version in Europe, Wednesday, February 13th, Hearthfire, Wednesday, February 20th, and Dawnguard, Wednesday, February. February 27th, and again, that's the English version of Skyrim DLC for Europe. The French, Italian, German, and Spanish versions, also known as the FIGS version, have not been announced or passed that's certification bad. yet.
2: <laughs> I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> see, hashtag, see what I did there. <laughs> More is going to come in the, in the next few weeks, so so look out.
1: Alright, guys, it's time for lose Play. What do you got for us, Lou?
2: Just lots of Skyrim this past week. Well, I'm Remember, I'm going to I gotta finish Dawnguard. Guard <laughs> have to, because I need to get rid of Serana. <laughs> anyway, while well, I was on my way back, I was actually stopped my w- run, and I realized, oh my god, you know, I still haven't finished the main storyline quest. Bang is actually still trapped <laughs> in the castle. <laughs> I went up there, I'm looking like, oh, that's right, I haven't done this yet. <laughs>
1: So it's like Ving like is in ago. another castle.
2: <laughs> He's still there. Still feeling like, wow, man, you must really suck the you right now. I totally forgot about you.
4: <laughs> anyway,
2: exit. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll get back to you. <laughs> One of these days, I'll get back to finish that quest.
1: <laughs> They're feeding him painting cows to sustain him until you get there.
2: Yeah, just keep him happy so he doesn't burn everything else down. <laughs> but with Dawnguard, I'm actually at the point right now where I recovered you know, both Elder Scrolls, and I'm in the middle of going back to Port uh, Fort Guard to have that Moth Priest read them and mm. continue that storyline. So I can't wait to have that done. Still have a
1: little bit to go, Do- man.
2: Yeah. Do a oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble there.
2: Plus, I'm so stuck with that no good blood sucking vamp. Anyway. <clears throat> Alright. I'm calm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used that mod I talked about last week, uh, which is the Thalmor Inquisitor Viceroy's clothes. My little battle mage alt. I I'd start off with her. And, you know, since Joe and I use the same, and now Shanky's the same, uh, you know, body <laughs> mod. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. Your <laughs> battle mage looks even better. <laughs> Giggity. <clears throat> Just saying. Giggity. Oh, yeah.
1: I am like- and it's falling behind on my soundboard uses
2: tonight. <laughs> 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 I may, however, I'm thinking about re-rolling the battle mage since when I first made her all so long ago, I made her as a Nord. hmm But now I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of the, you know, innate uh, Breton skill with magic. Ah, oh, very nice. So, you know what? Let me, let me do this. Or, I mean, I'll just keep her as a Nord. and just like, I'll just... Altaholic here. I'll just make another character. I don't care. <laughs> I'll start over again.
0: So how's it how's it working out for you? I mean, is it is it noticeably better?
2: No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. With my battle mage, God, she's only level 10. And since I have not played this style at all in this game, again, I feel like, you know, I mean, steamroll by everything. You know, a little skeever, yeah, it's going to kick my butt <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm running in fear. I'm like, oh my God, it's a rat.
1: <laughs> it's a really it? big rat. It's a R-O-U-S, man.
2: Yeah. They don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get smacked by one in the head. <laughs> That's well,
1: All right. Yeah.
2: I'm also going to try and make the set of my main character. Any chance to make it viable for my character's... Fat character's level. Just because.
0: <laughs> yeah, why not?
2: Yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks good. And... and yeah, I do like the uh, the Black Sacrament mod armor that I'm using,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but you know what? I want to change. That's the one it. I couldn't remember. Ah, oh. yeah, the Black Sacrament. Yeah,
1: because I, I lost all my mods when I switched over my OS. Because of stupid Steam. And I was trying to get all of them back, and I couldn't remember that that armor mod. It was driving me insane. Black sacrament. sacrament. Got it. I'm gonna write that down right now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And speaking of these armor mods and things just like that, you know, I, this is like an out of character type moment for the game. Um, you know, Elder Scrolls games, and yeah, coming in, you know, Elder Scrolls, you know, online, they're fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And one thing, since the probably knows very well how much I like trolling forums <clears throat> in any game we play, you know, one well, thing. That you
0: you with- read the forums, you're it's not a troll.
2: Not yet. But sometimes I do, wish I was. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, I-, I love seeing these threads, um, these type of threads where, and this is one of my favorites: the the skin versus the armor look debate. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: skin, yeah, on skin.
2: I- you know, the first thing I- I'd like to to remind everyone is like, okay, this is a fantasy game. Okay, here's the key word: fantasy.
0: Oh, you're you're saying that that how can how can a person properly protect themselves if they're she you know, if all their skin. cleavage is hanging out and you see their mid-drift...
3: Well, yeah, okay, it's just like, yeah,
2: you know, the, the skimpy... Uh, Alright, what yeah, happened? You it's make it's your magic. clothes out
3: of skiver pelt. It's
2: magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then, hey, you know what? Dragons don't exist. You see,
3: <gasps> Louie, yeah, you gotta go there.
1: If you want to put logic behind it, okay, if you see a really sexy red guard chick in a Floss walking around, you're not Dude. gonna attack that bottom section because you're gonna be mesmerized by it. It's a
0: psychological armor. Sure, there you go. That works.
2: <laughs> it, it just amazes me. Like, you know, people want to inject reality into these games.
4: You can't. That's the.
2: You know, I play these games to get away from that. Okay, like I enjoy reading the Harry Potter books because yeah, I want to get lost in the world where wizards exist. Okay, I play Skyrim because I want to realize you know I want to get lost in a world where I'm the Dragonborn. I'm doing these incredible things. I'm living this dream. Right. Okay.
0: Well, you know, I mean, uh, some people, I guess they get hung up over that sort of thing. But, you know, it's like you said, Lou, it's a fantasy role-playing game. You know, <laughs> what's there? To, it's an art style is basically what it's all about. It's it's there to, to give off a certain vibe about the world and, and that's it. You know, so.
2: Right. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's in the end, we're all playing fantasy games. Leave the reality behind you. Otherwise, you know what? Don't play fantasy games.
1: That's the whole point, like, man. Get lost. All right.
2: Exactly. But back to Skyrim. I'm looking at my <laughs> yeah. journal. Question. I'm still... I realize I'm still on three out of four Ethereum stones. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where the hell I have to go from the next one.
1: That's why I did them in order. One, two, three, yeah. and four.
2: <laughs> no, this is why, you know, I, I don't... You know, I should not do side quests. Like, oh, I'm here. Let me take care of this, this, and this. And realize, oh, where was I going again? Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Lost track. But you know what? I'm just going to go back. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to every Dwemer rune I can find.
0: Yeah, you know, I think the uh, I think that's one quest I still haven't done yet. Ooh. Yeah, i got to get into that.
3: Dude, I love that quest chain.
2: Yeah, it's, I'm liking it so much so far. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And speaking of tones, you know... Quest stones, stuff like that. I am also—I realized—twenty out of twenty-four for the stones of Baron Zaya.
1: Oh, nice, dude!
2: Yeah, I've never gotten yeah, more got than f- six. I got, I got four <laughs> more left, and I'm realizing, okay, where am I? Where do I have to go?
3: There's Where's a, go? Uh, there's an add-on that shows you where they're at.
2: Ah, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like doing that because I, I don't like using game hints or game guides or hints or walkthroughs for that. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I'll enjoy being my, you know, being myself in the head going where do I have to go. <laughs> I want to figure it out. That's my fun. You know,
3: there's a reason there's so many of them. Your life will be incomplete if you complete that quest. You'll you'll have nothing left to
2: do. No, not the perio thing eventually. <clears throat> but <laughs> that's for another day. But so far yeah, that's been my week. Can't wait to finish it and I still haven't touched Dragonborn. I have it, just haven't hit play. (laughs) Haven't hit the
0: old play button on it, huh?
2: Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, like I said, I just want to finish Dragon uh, Dawnguard first,
0: dude. Don't even, don't even, don't even. Just Just, go to, just just, skip it. Just do it, man. Just, just Just go to Dragonborn because (laughs) you've been trying to get rid of Serana for like a month now. (laughs) (laughs) Just go to Dragonborn. I mean, it's it's a far better, you, you know, Dawnguard's a quest chain. You're gonna love Dragonborn. You're gonna love it.
2: Just do it.
0: You know, you owe it to yourself.
2: I'll leave. hey, Dragonborn, take this off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'll pay you, Dragon souls. <laughs> Here, yeah. take them. Just take this one with you.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, there was something else I wanted to mention really quick, and I completely spaced it because I'm a loser like that. Anyway, um. <clears throat> Moving on on the show, we got a couple more things to get into. One of the things I want to get into is the crafting table that yours truly picked this time. I gave you one a break from having to go through mods. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I. Didn't ask, okay. He didn't ask. I decided to take him by myself and do it because I was having fun. That today. Nice slice of humble pie right there. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was helping my boy out. All right. I know he had, had he's been busy the last couple of days and he needed help. He didn't need help, but I decided to help him anyway. Hmm. But um, you know <laughs> I'm trying to make excuses here, it's not working. Anyway. These two mods that are are mods that myself and Shank both use and we are we can certify they are completely dragonborn compatible. Yep. And they are minor graphical details that make a world of a difference. And the first one is HD Herbs, or H.T. Plants Plus Herbs by D'artanis. Um Some of the color splotches on the ground of Skyrim are supposed to be flowers, you know, those little blurbs. So he made them look like flowers. Gave them more of a high-res texture look to them. So they, they actually pop out and stand out more. Especially if you're, like, uh, really big into potions and Mother Earth and stuff like that, you can... Yeah, anyway... Um,
0: I like Mother. I like Mother Nern.
1: He basically went and made Skyrim oh, look more beautiful in the, in more of a high few high resolution handmade textures. Check it out, guys. It's H D Plants and Herbs. Very, very minor mod, but changes a lot. Um Pure Waters is one of my favorite. Oh my same here, dude. Amazing. It's by Last L A L A A S T. It's a pure, clean and natural water, as it should be in the cold mountains of Skyrim. The the mod provides water with complete overhaul. Color enhancements are natural, wild, various watercolors, realistic transparency, various types of streams, various reflection improvements. Underwater has been completely redone to give it more of a underwa- realistic underwater feel. Um, I love this mod. It completely changed how the water works in the game. So even when you're in caves, it has more of a realistic look and feel to it. Highly recommend it. All right.
2: I'm thinking you know, a, a core version of Skyrim.
0: You know, um every time Joe selects a mod for the show, it's always a hundred percent win. You know, the last time he did it was um the the Skyrim uh Sounds of Skyrim pack. And uh I refuse to get rid of it. It's a phenomenal mod and uh I I absolutely guarantee that that these mods are gonna be amazing as well, simply because Joe's got good taste when it comes to these things. Thank you. So. Yeah, Good HD time. plants and herbs by Dartanus and Pure Waters by L A A S T lightweight mods that make a lot of difference. And that's um that's mm-hmm. on Steam Workshop Steam and workshop. Skyrim Nexus, right?
1: Uh I don't know about Nexus. I do okay. know it is on the workshop. Actually, it's both of these can be found in the most popular section. So sweet. Um, really quick, an email before we go into Dave. All right, he's. This is from. Uh, Ramsbo, I'm going to let Lou read this. Oh, so, Email number and, two.
2: And he writes in, Have you any good, non game breaking ideas on how to skill one hand when sneak backstabbing? Oh, with sneak backstabbing. Mm-hmm. I found as a dual-wield warrior skilling up lots on one hand, however sneak attacking usually resulted in one-shotting people, not giving the one-hand skill any chance. Thanks. Ramsbo. Hmm.
1: This is some a uh, problem I ran into during, I don't know if you remember back in episodes like 21 through 24 or whatever, the challenge episodes, where I made myself a full dagger, sneak, wielding character that drove me insane. But hmm. I had ran into that problem too. What I did was actually go into the world and beat up on animals like uh, bears and <gasps> stuff like that, and especially mud crabs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good man, Joe. Good man. <clears throat> Someone go? called Peter... If you go <laughs> if you go beat up on the wildlife around Skyrim, um, you'll actually scale it up pretty quick. Just doing a lot of slashes with your dagger. You want to take on something that has a lot of hit points that won't do too much hit points to you back. That's what I recommend.
2: Painted a cow. Hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch the painted cows. <laughs> yeah. Or giants. Yeah, I realized that I got I got really cocky after I just destroyed the frost troll on my mage. <gasps> so I decided to try to take on a, a giant. That yeah. ended very poorly. Yeah. I was probably an inch thick by the end of that little counter. <laughs> anyway, it was my fail, that experience. <clears throat> All right, Dave. All right, y'all yeah. ready for the best part of the show? N- you let me finish, Dave. We're cutting you. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't cut, Dave. All right, Dave, give Unlimited it to us.
4: Limited power. <laughs>
1: By the oh, way, you if pissed? you guys want to gift yeah. Dave um,
3: Dragonborn, he would be much appreciative. <laughs> yeah, anyone who wants to gift me, I'm not going to make people do that. I should have I shouldn't have Dragonborn by the end of this weekend, but I don't have it yet. I mean, not that, that that's going to stop me at all, because I absolutely am still working on my character to try to uh, level up and be ready for Dragonborn. Uh, my character right now, I actually started out, I, I i thought I was mid-teens. No, I was way lower than that. I was like level 6. <laughs> well, I'm now level 9 and I'm still working on my, my sword and board uh, melee character and I never realized how different a game real melee was. I've never done a, you know, upgrading weapons and, and armor melee. I've always done like a a conjuration if I went melee which you never have to upgrade anything you just level up your conjuration skill and oh boy this, this next level of conjuration makes me better well it's different in this and it's crazy because well first off the, the first thing is I just want to say that I got a new shield okay okay you have no idea I was almost crying that I got a, a shield upgrade I've never had this experience in Skyrim before. I was like, oh my god a shield upgrade. Now, it's the banded iron shield and if you had to pick one shield saying it was the ugliest piece of crap in the world, that would be this it. would be it. Yeah, But, still ugly as hell, I was excited just to use it. So, I, I was like, oh my god, new shield oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Did you have to wait a while to get that shield, in. <laughs> man, I was happy. I was
3: oh, so excited. Um, <laughs> One thing I did find out why I was dying so much last week is because if you're using heavy armor perks, it's
0: best to equip heavy armor. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's oh, something yeah. new I didn't even think about. Yeah, well, so, you know,
0: uh, hit yourself. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I punched myself in the face <laughs> a few times just for that. But now my two out of three juggernaut skill points are actually helping me so i'm using like a full set of uh iron armor so i'm i'm decked out now nothing's touching me i don't get a scratch on me anymore shield heavy armor using a crazy uh, i think a steel mace
0: oh i'm awesome totally downing rats and not even dying
3: yeah killing skeevers left and right Alright, um, one thing I did do, which it was the first time I've ever done this, and it was so cool because, like, the first quest you complete, you actually get in a, a Steam achievement for it. I got that achievement when I started the Companions questline. line. Oh. I r- literally have never even touched it. <laughs> so, I'm finally doing the, the uh, the, the Companions quest line. I'm going through my first trial. And my shield brother, I got trapped, and my shield brother gets like surrounded by these four dudes from the Silver Hand, and they're all like, "We're gonna kill you, bro! Companions are losers!" And he's all like, "Yeah, want to bet?" He turns into a freaking werewolf and eats all four of them at once.
0: I can't believe they have seen this once. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Was ridiculous.
0: And then he like he turns around and looks at you and says, "I'm totally not even Mercer Frey right now." (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh Dude,
0: I um, Carlisle.
1: <laughs> I have my I have my first werewolf character going right now. My main, my level fifty. Dude. I got my first point in the werewolf perk tree. It's awesome.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be a werewolf.
1: It's sweet.
0: I got I'm, uh, I'm, my Argonian. I tr- I changed it. He's got a werewolf thing about him now. Okay, that's <sighs> weird. Yeah.
3: Argonian
1: like my him. uh yeah. My necromancer's going vampire.
3: Sweet. That's that's cool. But yeah, dude, uh, totally have have the, the going ro- through this cave with my shield brother. I haven't even completed it yet, um, and I'm going to be a werewolf. It's so cool. But uh, one thing I've actually found out as was insanely useful, and I'm finding crazy places to use it, is the the wind sprint or the whirlwind sprint or whatever it's called. It's the the, the yeah. thing the, the shout. That the moon fast shout. Ahead, Dude, you can use that everywhere. hmm It's a great like, shout. There are places that you can only get to by using that shout. Oh yeah. It, it will shoot you across chasms. Yep. Like straight across things. I was like climbing up stuff just by using this. Dude, I've gotten so much more treasure on this character just by using that wind sprint thing. Yeah. Months and month, days. Uh-huh.
0: In a in a month, Dave, what we'll do is we'll do the widget math thing again, and you'll see that your your uh, gold count has gone much higher up.
3: <laughs> that is so cool. I've uh, entered places I've never never figured out how to get got to before because I've never figured out the wind sprint is actually a, more of a tool than just something nifty. It's it's so cool. <laughs> I didn't even think of that before, but that's that's mostly what I did is played with my wind sprint. Uh, played with the companions and, and now I'm actually able to survive, so I'm happy. You know I have I'm gonna make this
1: challenge to you guys. I haven't done a challenge to you guys in a long time. I'm being mean again. Please Go. tell
0: me you're gonna challenge Lou to stop playing Dawnguard to pick up Dragonborn. Well that's <laughs> gonna be part of it. Anyway,
1: <laughs> what I'm challenging us, all four all five of us to do okay. is to take and make a full blown mage style character to level thirty five
4: by middle so of this month. Be- Everyone's silent, like, "Oh crap, really?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, oh, hmm. Wait, oh. so that
4: means I have to like make an alt. I've literally never done that before. Yes, an alt. It's-
2: yes, you will. Damn it, you'll like it. I want to
4: get some
1: really heavy mage discussions going on that all five of us understand. Well, why don't we see who
0: can do it first?
1: I don't know, a race? Yeah, a race to thirty-five, or do you want to do a race to forty?
0: How about uh? How about a race to twenty-five? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, come on! And it'll be between you and me, Joe. I'll get there in like three days. I'll get there in like I'm not doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I want to get
1: the other guys involved, but fine. So much for that.
2: Still the key console commands. Oh, producers say what?
0: Well, what? I mean, uh, you know, if if you know the other guys are interested but I mean we've we've both got mages about the same level right now and because the only thing I'm thinking about is you know I don't want to uh, have an unfair advantage over the other guys who maybe don't have mages
4: that's why I was saying a general challenge not just a race yeah if it's yeah, if it's a general challenge I, I'm totally down man I mean that'd be cool I just gotta first you know baby steps figure out how to make an alt. so shanks in <laughs> shanks in got him shanks in Dave? Yeah, put me down, Joe. I'll do this. This is, this is Let's awesome. Let's do
1: it. It's, it's, it's legit. You guys, legit. level 35 by middle of next month. So you got the next four or five episodes. Cool. Any hey. mage playstyle thing? Whatever you want to do has to be full-blown mage. So you have to be using spells as your primary offensive. Cool. Okay. What, what about like for clothing, like cloaks or armors? You but have armor to wear clothing. doesn't matter. But I prefer you do wear some kind of clothing. No. <laughs> oh,
0: so no naked mage. Okay. 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 No, just no, no naked shirt.
1: I did realize though that I do it. My life became a lot easier as a mage wearing robes because of the the insane mana regen until you're able to get enchanting up.
0: Uh, reminds me, of the emperor's new groove. He's wearing a <laughs> <little stress> Robe. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking good, emperor. Looking good. That
1: challenge goes out to the listeners as well. I like it. All right, guys. Um, Dave, you got anything else, man, or did I interrupt you?
3: No, no, that was it.
1: Uh, that's it. All right, cool. We got one more email to do, and yes. that came in to us from a Guilty Bow, and I'm gonna let Shank read it. No, I don't want Shank to read
0: it because he's gonna st- do a stupid voice again. Uh, no, I wasn't Dave, you do got a it. Voice. I
4: was just- <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, we got an email from Cat Jack after that that whole thing, Shank, and he was like, "Oh, come on! If you're going to do a voice, at least do a, a crappy French one."
1: <laughs> oh man! All right, Shank, go ahead, take it away, man. Monsieur. All right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey there, guys. It's Hi- Hodge. A.K.A. Hi- Hi- Guilty sh- Bow. Sh- sh- I have listened through episode 53 of Elder Scrolls off the record, and I just wanted to coin in on something Dave mentioned that I agree with and would not necessarily break the game. Dave said something about pickpocketing NPCs. Zenimax could design this feature so that when you pickpocket an NPC, you earn gold, but not enough to where you will be rich unless you pickpocketed for months straight. Also, I feel like only certain normal NPCs can be pickpocketed, and I also feel like if you fail a pickpocket, then the NPC becomes hostile for a brief moment. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this from Guilty Bo. All right. After listening to your guys' episode that you did
1: last week without me regarding the whole pickpocket thing, I was going nuts. I put this in the email in here just so I could have my two cents in.
0: Ah! Um, see what I did there. Yeah, see what you did there?
1: Yeah. I see what <laughs> I have to agree with Guilty Bow on an extent because there are several MMOs that use Pickpocket as a system, in particular World of Warcraft. However, most people forget about it because it is the guaranteed most useless skill in all of World of Warcraft and every MMO I've ever played that uses it as an option because in order to make it viable without being overpowered, they have to make it to where it's such a low output it doesn't even make it worth your time. So taking it out or leaving it in really makes no difference.
0: I got it. This is my opinion. My my unabashed personal opinion and I will try and make this as humble as possible. I understand that pickpocketing is a part of Elder Scrolls and is part of the thief. But when you're making um a single player game, you can go absolutely crazy with mm-hmm what you allow the player to do within that world you've built. Because it doesn't matter to anybody. When you make an MMO, you can't do that. Because there's other people in that game playing with you and you have to consider a tremendous amount of things. Where we can we could come up with a couple of things because we're gamers and we play these things. But... You know, only really Joe here is a game developer and so he could probably come up with a few more, but there's probably a ton of reasons that we have absolutely no idea about because we're not game developers. So, I'm telling you right now, and this is just my opinion. Pickpocketing does not belong in this game. No, it's an I MMO. Know it's, I know it's Elder Scrolls, but it's an MMO. There's one thing that we
1: get in that some of our staff gets into a rut about as well that we've been called out called out on a couple of times. And that's the fact that we still think of Elder Scrolls Online as a first-player game. Um, some mm-hmm. of us don't have that much MMO experience. Some of us have a lot. MMOs are a different beast. They have to be a different beast in order to be yep. able to work. Um, so, you, yeah, it's very much Elder Scrolls, but it can't have everything of Skyrim, Oblivion, and
0: Morrowind. It won't work on on an MMO level. Right, um, because to be exactly honest... Right. It's uh, what makes a great single-player game makes a crap MMO. Exactly. Yeah. And what makes a great MMO makes a crap single-player game. So you really got to – I do not. I do not. Stamp it, seal it, done. Well done, sir. Yeah, I it's just I I, I really gotta hand it off to, to Zoss because what their job is not enviable at all. They've got oh. a tough as nails job. It's not easy. And I
1: can't no. wait to hear people's like mind blowing Like when the when the beta gets fully like out there, people really get into it, you're gonna audibly hear people's minds blowing up all over the place. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. And I can't wait to get those emails.
3: You guys are so right. Oh
1: anyway. So that's uh I think we're going to put that one to rest, guys. Um, any last thoughts really quick?
3: Yeah, um, if I could. Yeah. Um, you were exactly right. The choices are either ma- it's going to be so ridiculous that you don't want it in the memo, or it's going to be so useless it's going to be like it is in WoW. Neither of those are acceptable for what we expect from the caliber of this game, so I really do think it was the best option.
1: I commend him for it them it making out. that decision, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've tried pickpocketing other MMOs, and it just bored me to sin. Never touched it again. Forgot it even was it, it was even there, because you can't do it player versus player. That becomes really bad situation. It has to be NPC based, mm-hmm. and like you just said, Dave, exactly. it has to be dumbed down so far to where it doesn't become a um, what's I'm looking for a exploit.
3: Yeah, I know we were kind of <clears throat> giving out the extremes the last episode, but that is it. It has to be one or
0: the other. Yeah, or else I, it will be exploited. I respect them for making this decision.
1: Skeever yeah, saying that that's alienating an entire playstyle. I have to make one argument there. Very, very few people, myself included, even playing a full Thief in Skyrim, never really touched
0: pickpocketing. Well, I, look, I even forgot that tree existed. Skeever King. Also, you got to understand. Again, this is something that if it's in an MMO, it's going to turn that MMO. It's going to turn that function of the MMO. They have to water it down so much that it's going to just be completely garbage. Right. And This Mm -hmm. is not an easy decision, and I I commend Zoss for for making this decision because I think it was the right one. And it's a brave decision to make. You're literally saying this whole thing that's been in Elder Scrolls for a long time, because it's going to turn the MMO crap, we're not having it in the game. Sorry, it doesn't belong in an MMO. That's not an easy decision to make, and I, I, I commend Zoss for doing it because there's other MMOs out there that should have made that decision, Swotor, that didn't. Mm-hmm. And it turned that, sh- it turned that into crap.
1: All right, guys. That was a fantastic wrap-up on that. We're going to move on to a lot of people's favorite, the Elder Scroll. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Lou. Take it away, buddy.
2: Thank you very much, gentlemen. And today, as I promised last week, part two of the Great Houses of Morrowind, the ancient clans embroiled in politics. And our next house is House Indoril, founded during the early part of the First Era. This house was one of the strongest houses with a vast political power and with many nobles holding influential positions due to its close ties with the tribunal. Hmm. It was this house with the Khmer hero, Lord Inderil Nerevar. Duke Prince Inderobin DZ Dorum ruled Marwind during its destruction.
3: Holy I, crap, that guy's <laughs> name is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, by Mehrun's day Bet <laughs> But I can't say it five times fast. I try I can't do it. House Inderil also doesn't have any territorial holdings on the island of Ardenfell. Its district occupies the heartland of mainland Marwind. It has lands south of the Inner Sea, which includes the city of Almalexia, or Mornhold, and a town of Necrom on the eastern coast with its City of the Dead. Its territory borders that of House Dres and the Deshawn Plain. And a little quote here from the Great Houses of Marwind. The Indural are orthodox and conservative supporters of the temple and temple authority. House Indural is openly hostile to imperial culture and religion and preserves many traditional Dumer customs and practices in defiance of imperial law. Now, the next house, House Dress. The Dress have a mainly rural but still very wealthy agricultural society. These are the Dumer that enslave and ship slaves to the other great houses. They keep thousands of captives, mostly Argonians, (coughs) in their infamous slave pens of Tyr, the Jura's capital, and the surrounding vast, silestrous plantations. This house greatly opposed joining the Empire, but they lost most of the support when the traditional allies, the members of House Inderil, began to commit suicide after the Armistice. And for those who may not remember, the Armistice was the peace between Marwind and the Cyrodiil Empire, which helped fulfill Emperor Tibercetum's dream of a unified Tamriel, and thus marking the end of the Second Era. Hmm... Yeah, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> However, rumors can be heard in oblivion that the house has finally accepted imperial rule and remodeled its economy from an agricultural one to a mercantile-based one. It is also noted that this house has renounced the slave trade, and they seek new allies in King Helseth and his house. And as a side note, I want to bring these up as well. Remember, five good houses I talked about. But they have known also called Historic Houses. First of which is called House Dagoth. Yes, you heard right. Wait, what? This house, yes, House Dagoth. Oh my god. This is what remains of the ancient, defunct, sixth great house of the Chimera, which was headed by the demigod Dagoth-ur. This house briefly reappeared in Varnfell around year 400 in the Third Era, but was destroyed Thereafter, by the Nerevarine, Dagathur, he had attempted to create a new god, Akulakran, to conquer Tamriel. Their primary base lay within Red Mountain, in the ancient Dwemer greater citadels. Hmm, this sound familiar, everyone? Mm, I wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened. One of the words of a scholar, House Dagoth is the lost sixth house in the First Age. House Dagoth betrayed the other great houses during the War of the First Council and was destroyed for their treason by Hasfat and Tabalus. The next historic house is House Dwemer. And what's known about them is very little, but before the War of the First Council, Marwan was united by Nerevar and the Dwemer king Dumak. Because of this, some considered the Dwemer a great house in their own right. The next historic house was called House Sotha. And this was a minor house based in the city of Old Al-Sotha, birthplace of Sotha Sil. It is said that the city and the house were both destroyed by Meirun's Dagon. And the last of the historic houses, House Mora. They were a minor house, best known for having what's called the Uryafim clan as their members. They were later adopted into House Hulelu. They gave Marwyn and Tamriel several proficient rulers, who we know now as Queen Berenziah. Hmm. (laughs) King Morlin and Empress Kataria, And those are the Houses of Marwind. Hope you all enjoyed it. Look them up. There's plenty of information out there on right, the guys. Elder Scrolls Wiki.
1: I have a confession to make to you right now. Lou, do not take offense to this because there's a good reason behind it. I have never listened to your segment live since we started doing it. I've never read your notes. Do you know why? This is a good reason. I purposely do not do this because I sound test this episode when I'm all finished every Friday. I go When I'm driving around doing my regular day job, I listen to the show to sound test to make sure everything's the way it came out perfectly. I didn't miss anything. That way I can get home and fix it if I need to. I leave lore segment as a new thing for me every time while I'm doing this. So I have something to look forward to that's new and fresh to me.
0: <laughs> Joe, hey, oh, I'll be right back. I'm
1: dead serious. That's why, if you notice, I go AFK all the time when Lou does a segment. His, his segment, guys, I almost always do. It's because yeah. of that reason.
0: We thought it was because you just hated Lou on a personal level.
1: Oh, I love Lou. Lou's fantastic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what? I'm the only person who hates Lou now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've always loved Lou. Yeah. Right, pretty Dave. much, Dave. But that's okay because all of us like dislike you. So it kind oh, of good. Fa- so it kind of evens out. It balances yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. Ah
2: in <laughs> <laughs> all things balance and we found it
1: <laughs> alright guys we're wrapping the show up we're gonna ah, hit our I know it really it's been such a fantastic fun time I've had yeah. a blast this episode guys I, I can't And when I miss an episode it drives me absolutely insane it really does it's the like, it's, it's funniest thing in the world last Friday I was listening to the episode not Friday I was two six, still Saturday <clears throat> I was driving around listening to the episode and I was talking back to you guys while I was listening to the episode I believe it yeah sad
2: meanwhile True. other cars passing Joe are saying mommy who's that strange man talking don't look at him don't look at him <laughs> <laughs> don't look
0: at him alright so his cell phone
1: dear <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't look wow. it's okay
1: uh Lou our five star review shoutouts buddy
2: five star review shoutouts five star review shoutouts bye Lou we have
1: kick butt from fans. America
2: this is Henry Rasglow Rose Scot Ho.
1: Scotcho. <laughs> so bro,
2: whatever. Bro, bro, Scotcho. From our friends in Australia. Gosh. It's Josh F. I'll let you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. From our friends in Deutschland. NC and Captain Riafio.
1: Nice. In our final thoughts this episode, I can't wait to edit this show so I can get done and play Skyrim. Um <laughs> I am having way too much fun. And this Maze Challenge guys, starts now. Alright? Level thirty-five, middle of next month. You can do it. SmackDown. Right, PAX East is our final is our finish time. Uh the awesome. episode prior to PAX East. Okay? <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. Anyway <laughs> I am having a blast with Skyrim. I've played more in the last four days than I have in six months of Skyrim, and that is no joke. So I'm gonna continue having a blast doing it and I'm going to finish up uh Dragonborn, take my Mage in Dragonborn and just kick its butt there too and have some fun. Avarwan, hey, your final thoughts?
0: Uh yeah, Dragonborn, <laughs> what can I say? I, I, I the wait is worth it. I, I after playing this game I'd wait a year. I don't care. It's great. It's amazing. I love it. And um, Mirak, totally busting you in the face. Uh, Although, I'd like to end off with a quick question to Dave. Unicorns, do they poop rainbows?
3: Um, No, they fart rainbows. They poop skeevers. That makes sense. Skeevers? Why skeevers? Just because I'm messing with people in the chat. Yeah, right. Refuse. Anyway,
1: Lou.
2: Uh I can't wait to get in Dragonborn now and hit that first city of Fraggle Rock. I mean Raven Rock <laughs> and check out that mine. Fraggle Rock,
1: what? <laughs> Fraggle Fra- <laughs> Fra- Rock. <laughs> down at Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> For another day down at Fraggle Rock. Anyway. <laughs> what was the name of the dog? It was uh I used to watch that show as a kid too. Anyway, yeah. before I go further, Dave?
3: <laughs> um i i'm gonna take you i'm gonna take your challenge first off i'm gonna get dragonborn good and then I'm gonna install dragonborn, which by itself is gonna be a feat on my slow internet connection then I'm going to defeat dragonborn and then I'm going to defeat your challenge oh no nice. gauntlet the gauntlet has hum down
4: <laughs> use the metal gauntlet Dong Oh and Shank. So as of yesterday, I've apparently played more than 600 hours with Dragonborn. It is going to put me so much higher because I can't really say anything that hasn't been echoed. It is fantastic, guys. If you have it, please go like go get it. It's amazing. As far as the challenge goes, super excited for that. Uh, to do a, like a pretty you know in depth mage. I just got to get over my fear of making alts. Uh, Lou, maybe maybe you can help me out with that.
2: Yeah, you gotta get Definitely. over that fear. Don't fear the alt. The alt's are good. <laughs> the alt It's a bug. It's Good for you. it. Uh,
1: <laughs> and how to reach us? Elsco's Off The Record dot com is our main site. We got fantastic articles coming out all the time from an amazing, amazing new staff. Shank
0: not included. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw it out there. The guys you know, have our, our
0: articles actually got picked up by uh, mm-hmm. the community roundup over at uh, Zenimax Online's um, community roundup.
1: We've been our articles have been spread all over the internet from various sites. Actually, we've been getting a ton of pingbacks. So the guys have been doing fantastic. You gotta check it out. Those articles are well well written. Even yeah. me, being a professional story writer, got declined because it wasn't good enough. Um, so just <laughs> to give you an idea, there. What. Uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com is our main site. We do have general gaming articles that are there. They're very good. As a matter of fact, it got our ma- our lead news writer, Mr. Bradford, into E3 from his articles. Yeah. Check them out. QuestGamingNetwork.com. Um, me and Dave are working on a secret project right now, a new show. So stay tuned. We're waiting to do it in full
0: production and then show evarwan for his approval. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, I I thought... <laughs> uh, I guess Dave's the creative director now, I guess. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, just it's so my genius plan. Ride. It's such a weird show, Ivarwin, that I literally
1: talked to Dave last night and asked him to do it with me. Because I've been planning this thing for like a week or two now. And I wanted to do it for like a, a, a pilot episode so you get a really good feel what it is. Without trying to explain it to you verbally. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. So look okay. forward to that. I mean, it, it is pending Evarwin approval, guys. So it may or may not get out, depending. Um, I don't release or do anything without my partner's approval on any on pretty much anything with Quest Gaming Network. So. Well,
0: sure. Make me sound like the Grinch over here.
1: <laughs> hey, you know how it works. Checks hey, and guys, balances. we're sitting
0: on awesome, but... <sighs> a-
1: <dude. laughs> All right. Going on. Moving on. <laughs> Else- he's not really, dude else was off the record at gmail.com is this show's email we love hearing from our fans please email the not out of us we want to hear all about your adventures your thoughts your opinions your questions everything send them to Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com that's all one word youtube.com forward slash quest gaming network is our youtube channel we are planning on doing a lot more with our youtube than we already do come check it out guys a lot of great stuff going on there uh, if you miss our live streams, we sometimes, especially Shank in particular, good job, Shank, post those live streams up for you guys to watch at your convenience. Uh, $10 mentions go onto our website. There's a little donate button there. helps a little bit. goes a long way for the network, and we can use every bit of it. Oh, yeah. Also, it will allow you, if you would like, to have something mentioned on the air at the beginning of the show, a little 10-second mention, whether you're doing a blog, whether whatever project you might be involved in online or offline or just saying hi to somebody. $10 mentions is the way to do it, guys. Um, we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Zoom, RSS Feed. Use your favorite RSS Feed reader. Found on our website and all of our episode posts. We recommend Podkicker or RSS Demon on Google Play Store. Um, and don't forget other shows. Minecraft Off the Record live every Sunday... At 7 p.m. It's a new format we're working with now, a different way of doing the show. I recommend checking it out, especially live. It's a lot of fun if you're into Minecraft. Definitely a fun way to, to really get involved in the show. Um, QG and Community Cast. It is coming back, guys. I know we've had a lot of Twitter mentions on our Quest Gaming Network feed, or, or Quest, Quest Gaming, at Quest Gaming, our main network um, Twitter post, account thingy. <laughs> I'm butchering this. Uh, a lot of people have been asking us when's QGN Community Cast coming back I did talk to Fred he's had a lot of issues with work lately um, potentially on the risk of losing his job right now so a lot of prayer goes out to him on that we don't want that to happen <clears throat> um, our hopes and best wishes Fred go to that he said he is coming out with a new community, QGN Community Cast soon and he apologizes for the delay um, Twitter Elder Scrolls Off The Record can be found at Elder Scrolls Otr, Yvarwin is the main guy using that feed or that Twitter account. I pitch in every now and then, but usually mine gets deleted because it's stupid. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. scrolls Otr guys, check it out. Yvarwin has some great antics he throws out there every day. Um, whether it be the day of the week, which I don't know. Do you have like a calendar on your computer that you just pull up? <laughs> I've oh, yeah, thing memorized. It. Really? Yeah, wow, I have. Dude. Yeah,
0: you amaze me. The All next, right, uh, I think the next day, Trick Summoning Day is going to be on the eighth. <laughs> wow! <laughs> if <sighs> everyone gets into his job, people, it's just he a does local. it well. No, no one really cares about it.
1: Just <laughs> yeah, I think it's retweeted nonstop every day. I love it. We got picked up by. Did you see the retweets that we got today? Yeah, it was pretty crazy, I right? I check Both that account um, every ten minutes, dude. Are you kidding?
0: Elder Scrolls, but, uh, Beth blog, and. Um, uh, DC Deacon uh Pete Pete Hines they retweeted our our uh, thing today. Nice. That was really cool, yeah. <laughs>
3: I can be found uh, one of the three days I haven't made a drinking joke. Huh? All I, right.
2: Yeah, I know, right. Anyway,
1: I can be found at the widget <laughs> w-i-g-i-t as all my antics and ranting and I usually announce I'm getting on chivalry as well, so that's a good way to find that out. Evarwin is at Evarwin E V A R W Y N. Check it out, guys. Even though he tweets mostly on L Schools OTR, he still has his occasional love tweets to his lady. Hey, baby. Yeah. How
0: you doing, honey? They're actually love quite y'all. entertaining,
1: I have to admit. They're, they're gross. The, lo- the lover's little quarrel thing going on that they have sometimes on Twitter is quite humorous.
0: <laughs> I recommend it. <clears throat> I thought those tweets were for me. It's okay, Shank. Don't, don't feel. Oh, don't feel wait, bad. Joe, you're talking about Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Oh! Not Shank. <clears throat> <clears throat> This is awkward. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs>
1: Lou is at hey, GamerGuy One One B. He really doesn't tweet anything, but apparently he does get on Twitter.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm there occasionally.
1: Give me a bad time, Lou. Dave is at D D I E N. And if I do it, I'm going to cough Force. So wow. sorry, Dave. I want to go Force. Yes. <laughs> 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 so Shank can be found at Shank T H Tank. He, this guy tweets about once every fifteen to twenty seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he's like uh, to
0: a He might tweet a lot.
1: Uh, Shank mentioned something that I want to bring up. <clears throat> Our writing staff, who is getting world renowned lately and doing lots of amazing things, is looking for new writer or writers, in particular. We are looking for writing staff to focus on our Minecraft show and general gaming for our main website. If you are interested in becoming a writer for Quest Gaming Network, please email us either at Off the Record at gmail.com or questgamingnetwork at gmail.com with a writing sample. If, you're, if our news director likes what he reads, he will contact you if they're asking you for another sample for a certain specific thing, or he will pass it on to myself and Enviroin for final approval. If we approve it, you're a part of the team.
0: <clears throat> it's Shank, um, what, it, what exactly did Bradford say we needed? I know we're good. We're pretty much stacked on the Elder Scrolls thing, right? I told right? you we need what need we needed
1: because I told him what we needed.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right then. So, so Joe, what? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how we do it here. In our virtual studio, <laughs> communication everywhere, right? The the boss tells tells the guy, "This is what we need to do," and the guy tells the boss, "Well, it's not good enough." <laughs> <laughs> Beep,
1: dang it! Now That's I have to freaking edit. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna wrap this up before I go crazy here. Remember, writing samples. We want a fake article. <laughs> As best as you can do it, send it in to L Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com or Quest Network at gmail.com and we will take a look at it. Uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I'm going
0: to say Foos for all you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Remember, keep it locked here. at Elder Scrolls Off the Record, where Tamriel lives.
2: Good night, everyone. Glad you're all here. Look forward to seeing you all again next week.
4: Foos throw to y'all. See you later. Until next time, guys. Shadow
1: hide you. go twenty five minutes on one line, so. And then
0: I I picked then I picked this flower. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so epic. Let me tell you about it. It was epic because it reminded me of this NPC I met in oblivion of the same name death now
4: <laughs> and o- let me let me tell you about the load screen okay
3: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this isn't tour. we're not allowed to talk about load screens
0: <laughs> of your mind you are missing this can we get rid of that that unleet chivalry with that retardy varwin and just put on the uber elite episode 54 of esotr you Any wrong you do, he's gonna see. (laughs) When you're in Texas, look behind you. Cause that's where the Ranger's gonna be. Or Shank.
3: (laughs) Today, I'm featuring, in all of his glory, Dave Dean Force Adams. That's
0: right, welcome to The Only Person That Matters. (laughs) Oh my god, he's so dreamy. (laughs) in
3: What <laughs> <laughs> is the first cave in Marwind? How the hell
4: should I know? It doesn't exist. South of the Naked Man. <laughs> exactly. You heard it first. It's South on the Naked Man.
2: <laughs> Loremaster on Ice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mr. Slobo asks, how do I get these damn ki- kids downstairs to eat their damn pizza without yelling? Well... First off, I recommend chloroform, and then <laughs> <laughs> only in a illegal survey. Who sold out?